Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, we'll take you all the way until 6 o'clock this evening. Aaron Sexton alongside. Now, Aaron, I believe tomorrow we'll kind of explain, although I feel like he's already explained it out there on social media. But we'll, at least on our show, explain what has become of young Drake Toll. People, Aaron, have they been asking? I'm sure they have. Texting, where's Drake? What's happened to Drake? Generally, when you bring somebody new on a show, you uh, you kind of you have them uh, grow into the role and stay on the show for a long time. We do things a little differently. And so three or four weeks into it, Drake Toll will be on another part of the dial. All right? And we'll just kind of... Uh, monitor that and we'll do kind of an official announcement i think he's put it out there he's going to be uh it's going to be uh he and cam stewart are going to be in a uh, noon to two role and then uh obviously our man ward white's the press box will be bumped up to 11 and uh aaron the excitement about that is well a lot of excitement but 11 to 6, when you put the John Morris show in at 2 o'clock, you will have 11 to 6 uh, programming. Pretty cool. Pretty cool deal. And uh, that's kind of how we used to do it, and that's how we will do it again. But, uh, again, Drake's already kind of put it out there on all his social media, so I don't think I did not want to. I wanted to let him be able to announce that. but uh, And he addressed it, Aaron, to Cougar Nation, the China Spring. He got to put it out there to let the China Spring folks. Because, Aaron, as you found out, that is his first love, right? China Spring football. And uh, so tomorrow we'll have the new show in studio with us at 520. All right, 520. And... Uh, and we'll do some of that. So it'll be a major, major station announcement. And we'll get all the word out there. Aaron, has he peeked in to the studio since he's left us? Or, or is he just um, have we kind of been him. on our own? Okay. <laughs> no, no sign of young Drake. Now, one of the things we'll miss about Drake, among the many, Aaron, is his betting you know he's really on top of the the gambling side of things i did notice today i looked Aaron that that line is now 11 and a half baylor ucf i what i'm wondering is like they don't know if blake shapen can play or not he's been listed as day-to-day 
He went out before that last game and threw. I think we'll have a better feeling as we get later in the week here on whether he's going to be able to give it a go or not. I know he'll be I, – I, you know, I'd be shocked if he didn't travel with the team, and obviously if he does travel with the team, uh, it sounds like to me there will be a shot he can be back in this game. You don't want to rush him back and, and have a chance of uh, – of of re-injuring the knee, but you need him back. And uh, Aaron, I w- I'm just kind of curious. I wonder what Vegas like. I I wonder what folks really think. How different? How much of a difference Blake Shapen could make? The truth of the matter is, I think it could be an enormous difference. And I, given what I think, Coach Grimes, the experience they have working together. And and the way he was playing before he got hurt, even in that Texas State game, Aaron, I, I and I'm not saying Vegas will do that. This is a Mosley opinion. I would think that line, if he were, if we, if like Friday, we find find out he was going to play, I I would I think it's important enough for the line to move three and a half or four points. I'm not saying they're going to do that in Vegas. I'm saying that's how important I think a big a change it might be, and maybe even a little more than that. Maybe it gets the Bears within like six if Shapen uh, if Shapen plays. Aaron, do you have a similar thought that uh, that Blake could have that big of an impact on this ball game and on this team? Absolutely, I don't think that the the problem at quarterback with Blake out has been a lack of talent with Sawyer. You know, it's just that he's, this is his first year in the system and this is his first year in any kind of system where you're under center for any significant amount of time because he's, he's been a a shotgun quarterback in spread offenses his entire life. So his entire playing career. So I think it makes a huge difference. All right. I, it's going to be interesting to watch. Um, Last night, Rangers win five to one, and it came a day after they hit a half dozen. They hit three in a row. They go back to back to back at one point. Aaron, I think there was some texting going on with us last night, right around the time I think one of us, maybe Drake or you, sounded off on the first one, and then boom, boom, there were there were two more. And they went back to back to back on a pitcher who was up one nothing, sixth inning, and Rangers go three straight solo home runs to take a three one lead. I, I think the last one was the seven hole hitter low. He was hitting the seven hole last night, and he knocks one out. Um, I continue to marvel, Aaron. He wasn't starting last night, but he came in had a hit. Evan Carter. Like what he's brought to this lineup. Now, again, he and Grossman, what they've done, uh, the combined left field situation is is unreal. The platoon, right now, they're letting Evan Carter um, hit against right-handers and Grossman hits against lefties. It's... They have not been great in left field. 
for a long time. They've been wandering a little bit. And so to see this is pretty amazing. Aaron, Evan Carter has uh, gotten the bulk of the playing time recently. He started 11 straight games and 14 of 16 since his call-up. He's produced a 1,130 OPS. It is the second-best 16-game start in Rangers Club history. Aaron, would you like to guess at who had the best start in Rangers history? It's the second-best 16-game start in club history. Any guesses? (laughs) Over their first 16 games as a Ranger. Ruben Sierra. All right. <laughs> I feel like that was your guess the other day. <laughs> Didn't you throw out Ruben on something else? Um, oh, gosh, we do need a schmaltz. This could be our schmaltz trivia question of the week. And, and the problem is I don't think anybody's going to get it. I mean, I guess you could do some research and find this. But it this one will shock you. All right. Um, but. This was a, and I'll I'll give a little hint. It happened over like a two month period. All right, it was not like every day kind of deal. I will tell you this: the best start by an everyday player ever, Aaron. And by the way, if you want to get this, uh, win two free sandwiches, Schmaltz's, and you think you know this one, two five four, six six two, sixteen sixty. It's dang near impossible. I may have just given one that's too hard. But you you can try. The best start by an everyday player, Ian Kinsler, at 1,089 in his first 16 starts. Um, that's pretty awesome. That's good company to be in. The, uh, the Rangers now have a left field mix with Carter and Grossman. And, Aaron, you know we laughed about was it when Robbie ended up in a three-hole a couple times? We're like, what are they doing? What did he do those days, Aaron? He went he went home run, home run in those two games. Like they, Bochy knows what he's doing because last night he had uh, Lowe's been in a bit of a slump, and he had Lowe hitting seventh, and, and Lowe hits a big home run in that game from the seven-hole. Grossman was hitting third. I mean, it, it's... It is remarkable. Aaron, one thing we haven't revisited in a while is, is the MVP vote already over? Is it just did Otani just have too incredible of a season not to win the AL MVP or, or have people at least kept their, kept an option open for Seager of the Rangers who, while he's been banged up some this year, has been phenomenal, is having one of the greatest years in Rangers history, and continues every time I look, Aaron, he hits another home run. I think he's up to 32 home runs on the season, either 32 or 33. And then Simeon will hit a couple more, and he's up around 30. That's, That's wild how many players they have with at least, like, 15 home runs. It's crazy. Aaron, what does Mitch Garver have? Mitch hit another one last night. 
I think Mitch Garver's hit 19 home runs this year. He's a backup catcher and part-time DH. And he just keeps hitting bombs. This team right now, because of these last couple of days, now leads Major League Baseball in home runs. I mean, my gosh, they hit they hit the they hit the home runs, and um, it's just I I I cannot believe that like Evan Carter has come up and is playing like this. Um, Carter is likely to get the majority of the playing time in any kind of playoff run the team will make. The other six teams still vying for playoff bursts, Aaron, have started right-handers 84% of the time this year, meaning Evan Carter will be in the lineup. Um, Toronto with... Kikuchi and and Jinru are the only that's the only team likely to start multiple lefties in a playoff series. So Carter is going to be in the lineup. I, I, Aaron, are you worried about that at all? I, the way this kid plays, I like. I have no worries about that. Like I, I love it. <laughs> I, me too. I, I was I was when you started talking about it. I was like, okay, that's that's a good thing. He's just been raking. It's been unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Evan Carter. And uh, speaking of raking, it's what the Mosley Show does. Uh, Aaron and I each day wake up and go, ah, what do we feel like? What do we like feel raking. like? Raking. Yeah, we feel like raking. And and we do it when it comes to guests, securing guests. Oh, Aaron, I did. One of the things we do lose with Drake he he he'll get out there and grab some guests on like these some of these head coaches and all that but today Aaron Walter Abercrombie whoa whoa four o'clock Baylor legend got a lot to visit with Walter about we'll do that at four o'clock and then around 525 right around there because we got to wait for him they're they're practicing now. And we've got to wait for him to get out of practice. But Scott Drew is going to join us. Aaron, and I'm sure this will come up in Campus Confidential, how did you like the um, the Baylor the Baylor uh, men's and women's schedules? Did they – have you had time to kind of pour over those? I have not. Not yet. Okay. All right. Well, it's something that will be coming up throughout the day and we're going to talk about it with scott drew um interestingly no home and home with k-state one trip to manhattan and that's it we knew some of this was going to happen (laughs) adding these new teams texas still going to austin they're coming to they're coming to uh i want to say the feral but it's not it's not it's the foster pavilion and that was kind of cool news that came down yesterday, Aaron, that the women women's team will have their first game at Foster Pavilion slated for, I believe it's January 3rd. That'll be a conference game. I think it's TCU, in fact. The Bear, uh, uh, Baylor men open at the, at the Foster Pavilion January 2nd. 
Yeah, Mac had always told us they would be they would be aiming for early January, and all the builders and all the construction folks and the project managers and the great people who that have worked on that building are going to get this thing done. All right, they may they may have to you know load up, pay a little overtime out there, but they're going to get things done. Aaron, the Bears will open the men with Cornell. At home, we'd always dreamed of a Cornell-Baylor matchup. And you know what? That's fine because it really is just going to be all about, like, opening up and how cool it feels to be in that brand-new building and a celebration of it. So I think that's okay to open with, like, an Ivy League team and just kind of keep the focus on just celebrating the new arena and everybody get in there and whatever kind of ceremonies we need to do. But um, I think I'm okay with that. I think I'm okay with it. Aaron, part of me was kind of like, oh, man, open it up with a game against Texas or or whoever, you know, or KU. Open it up against the Jayhawks. But really, I think I'm okay with just kind of keeping the focus. I mean, yeah, you got to go win the game. But keeping the focus on kind of the celebration of opening the building. Are you good with that, Aaron? A Baylor Cornell matchup. Yeah, I mean it's it's not like they have an easy non conference schedule. It's just that most of them are in tournaments or at neutral sites, you know, mm-hmm. with like Michigan State and the game against Auburn. Yeah. But just for that one night, I think it's okay. Uh, to to have Cornell to open the building with, and I don't know. I did I did look at the non conference home schedule. Of course, some of those games will be over at the Farrell Center. Um, the one that caught my eye, Seton Hall. That's kind of fun. But as Aaron alluded to, you got you open the season in November in South Dakota at the Pentagon, whichever Dakota that's in. Uh, I believe that's against Auburn. you got a game in Brooklyn. you got a couple of games you're going to play in Brooklyn. Um, that'll be fun. Kind of later, well, you as you get, that's right around Thanksgiving, all right, November 22nd, and then I believe the 24th. And then, of course, they go, they got the Duke. They'll be back in New York. I think that's it. I think it's an MSG game, and I believe that's on the 20th, December 20th. So there's going to be a lot of fun tournaments, showcases. But Aaron's right. Most of that will happen in a neutral fashion. Now, one of those games, Aaron, happens in Detroit. That will not be neutral. That's Tom Izzo in Michigan State. They'll be getting it on with the Spartans. That is not a neutral territory type deal. That game's going to happen in Detroit, and I would imagine they'll play right there in that NBA arena. Used to be whatever we called Auburn Hills back in the day. We'll uh, we'll we'll look that up. Little Caesars. See. Is that where they play now? Okay, yeah. Little Caesars. Which the uh, I don't think that owner is around anymore, but he was the owner of Little Caesars. He also owns the uh, oh uh, the uh, red like the. I think I think he's got a, a hand in everything up there. The Little Caesars guy, um, 
owned the hockey team. I mean, he was a major, major player and was involved with the Tigers. Who am I thinking about, Aaron? But I think we lost him. Old, old owner up there. But that was a big, he was a big part of the whole, I think he started Little Caesars. All right, it is uh, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. And we're off to a uh, rollicking start. Um, We've got so much to get to as we kind of get the show uh, rolling today. We're going to bring you the latest, though, on the Cowboys as um, they may be uh, having an off day, but there's a lot going down today. And there's a lot of fallout from that game in Arizona. Uh, We have heard from the coordinators now. What did Dan Quinn have to say for himself? That is all next. This Saturday, the Bears are on the road for the first time this season, headed to Orlando to take on new Big 12 rival UCF. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff Saturday afternoon. It's the Bears and Knights this Saturday from the Bounce House in Orlando with John, JJ, and Ricky on the call. And it's all right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Don't miss the end of summer sale happening now at Lone Star Structures. Say big on in-stock storage sheds, ready-to-move-in cabins, greenhouses, chicken tractors, dock kennels, porch swings and gliders. Conveniently shop their sale inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Stop by their location on Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call 254-583-4411. Hurry in, sale in soon. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated, is local, and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddix Heating and Air specializes in residential service and installation, plus new construction projects for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star rating on Google Reviews. Haddix Heating and Air, 254-301-5373. And check them out on Facebook. License TAC LB106271E. 
Dynamic Fabrication Solutions specializes in industrial maintenance, structural steel fabrication, and erection, all forms of welding, and much more. Their team of qualified professionals have secured a sterling reputation in delivering high-quality products and outstanding customer service. They are committed to delivering the best product possible in an efficient manner so you can move forward with peace of mind. Dynamic Fabrication Solution LLC is the number one specialty contractor in Central Texas. For more information, dynamic-fs.com. Would you like to experience the excitement of Baylor football tailgating? Well, you're invited to the Baylor Alumni Home Tailgate. Open four hours prior to kickoff of each home game. This family-friendly event is open to all fans and friends of Baylor, and no game ticket is required. You can watch the big college games on large televisions, and great food from Bubba's 33 is also available. It's a great place to get your game face on. We'll be looking for you at the Baylor Alumni Home Tailgate under the big tent just over the pedestrian bridge at McLean Stadium Touchdown Alley. Everything we do, we do for you. First Central Credit Union says it's game on. Lower your monthly vehicle payments by refinancing your vehicle with First Central. Make it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Finance elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online today. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show rolling along, and uh, we'll have NFL Blitz coming up. We'll react to some of what we saw on Monday night. Bengals getting it done, barely. Uh, Eagles, Eagles are kind of scuffling around, but they're fine. They're fine. I mean, you you have to trust the Eagles way more than you trust the Cowboys right now. I mean, I just don't think it can be even uh, even close. Uh, kind of the way, again, it doesn't look like the most efficient thing in the world, but they've got the defensive players. They've got the pass rush. They've got what they need, and they just don't seem to – you know, don't they don't seem to have these letdowns. I mean, their quarterback, sick as a dog, apparently just, I mean, really sick, and 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 gets out there and just kind of handles his business. Cowboys, very healthy quarterback, just kind of out there wandering around much of the day. Hey, y'all seen our new Texas Coast offense? How y'all doing, Arizona? But Cowboys come to town. Aaron, I keep hearing Stretch and others and friends of mine say how difficult it is to play in the desert. How difficult it is. Aaron, how difficult is it? I mean, don't you walk in there with like 30 to 40 Cowboys, (laughs) a thousand Cowboys fans? Yeah. Like when the Cowboys, on the rare occasions where they did something good, uh, the other day, did you hear the fans? Fans were going crazy. Yeah, it's not going like crazy. they were going on the road to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. No. Where it's so loud you can't hear anything. That's a home crowd, basically, for them. It's ridiculous to use that as an excuse. Yeah, tough place, man. Tough place to play. Uh, Dan Quinn asked yesterday about it and said, saw a lot that upset me and hurt as well. 
But I think one of the things that probably felt like five fingers across the face was, man, you guys didn't look like your defense. The reason it probably hit me was that I felt that that was right. We didn't play to the standards that we've seen in what our excellence sounds like. Oh, and everybody's getting their shots in, Aaron. I I saw before the show, Josh Dobbs, I mean, not a man known for his trash talking. He played, he replayed whatever Micah was saying on his podcast, kind of like, I got a dart board up, and I got Josh Dobbs on it, and I'm throwing my darts. I've been, I've been, you know, I've been doing that all week. And Dobbs played that, Aaron, and then he showed a video of himself dodging darts kind of jump it was kind of corny but kind of funny kind of funny kind of like Dobbs something about the guy kind of like it because it wasn't mean or anything like that it was <laughs> right. just funny yeah. right and it was corny and I, I kind of like old Dobbs he's just had he's goofing around now I was trying to figure out why like Brian Schottenheimer the offensive coordinator was talking yesterday and he's like putting the putting things on him I got to be better I got to be better. What is he doing? Like, what is he even talking about? Like, what's Schottenheimer got to do better? He wasn't calling the plays. Wasn't calling plays the other day. Does he have to be better in the red zone? I, I don't quite understand it. The way he pr- made his presentation uh, was was almost kind of like, hey, it's on me. I take full responsibility. What are you talking about? It's not your responsibility. You're not. I mean, I guess it's nice. I mean, it's like it's it sounds like me, Aaron, or it sounds like uh, somebody like a support staffer on the on the uh, on the Baylor team said, "It's on me, guys. That's on me. I I take the blame for that loss." The guy was not calling plays, so I don't know what all that was about. Oh, Aaron, though, Will Greer and Zeke Elliott come into town. Uh, Patriots go and sign Greer. Belichick famous for playing every angle, even if some of it may be a little on the illegal side, right? Um, Brian Schottenheimer says of Zeke and Will Greer being uh, on, on the Patriots, he said, we're always aware of it. Those are things that we monitor every week, but certainly we know Will knows where a lot of the bones are buried. <laughs> Zeke obviously does as well. We certainly have more than one hand signal for most of our core concepts. Sometimes you can use it to your advantage because they think they know it's coming and they hear something and they think it's this, and we're smart enough to adjust those things. (laughs) Eric, you like that angle? The the Patriots. The Patriots are going to think they know, and then the (laughs) Cowboys are going to come with something else. Uh, Schottenheimer went on to say, excited to see Will. It'll be great to see him, but I'm sure he's definitely being interrogated and probably spending a lot of late nights with their defensive coaching staff. Aaron, it, I, it almost seems like they've got him in there in a kind of a hostage situation, a, 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 a strongly, strong interrogation, heavy interrogation going on. Uh, and I, it's, um, uh, I, I this will be a really interesting game to see how the Cowboys bounce back and to see one of the things McCarthy talked about was that he's going to have to go back to the drawing board 
and they won't rip everything up, but they feel like they've got a lot better they can be in the red zone. Now, he did call up, Aaron, the fact that last year they started being bad on third down. They ended up being great on third down. So it is early. They could get some things moving in the right direction, but so far, so bad. Six of 15 in the red zone. Calls are not there. The execution's not there. Uh, they've got to be way better, and um, and we'll see if they're able to adjust that. Um, Quinn was uh, was really upset about various things, and the backbreaker, of course, the uh, that big huge play. Uh, Michael Wilson gets that deep over for a sixty nine yard gain. Hooker was the nearest defender and ended up making the tackle, so it looked as maybe as if he missed the assignment. Aaron Quinn cleaned that one up for Cowboys fans. He said that was not his play. He gave us a chance to go make a stop. It was actually quite a good play by him. All right, which makes you wonder, Some one of those cornerbacks passed that off and did not follow all the way across the field, Michael Wilson, he ends up with an enormous play. Um, on the back break, on the touchdown, the two-yard touchdown three plays later, uh, Quinn said, that's one we have done correctly many times. You haven't seen us lose a coverage or lose one over the last few years, I don't think. So to have that happen, that was a bummer. That was a bummer for us. Um, Quinn also said... There were only really three players who played well once they looked at film. Demarcus Lawrence, Malik Hooker, the safety, and the cornerback, Deron Bland. I find that interesting, Aaron, like when we all as media and fans sort of have in our mind, okay, this guy looked horrible, this guy looked bad, Hooker gave this up, and then you get the coach, the coordinator, who says, wait a second, these three guys actually played really, really well. And I think you have to give some credence to the defensive coordinator who did watch all the film and break it all down. Now, of course, we all have access now to the All-22 film. Do Have I ever watched the All-22? Yes, I have. Do I do it every week? No. And I don't try to come on here pretending to break down film. I think what's happened over the last few years is Boy, this infiltrated Dallas-Fort Worth talk radio in a big way. Everybody has decided they're a scout, and they understand film, and they're a coach. And you know what? Some people are better at it than others. Like our buddy Aaron, who we kind of launched his career, and now he'll barely talk to me. Roeder, Travis Roeder, he is good at it. Like, I like watching his stuff after Baylor games because on Twitter, for free, he puts up the – uh, all the matchups and what happened in certain matchups like between Baylor and Texas. There are people that can really, really do that stuff well. If you're, if you're an NFL film uh, fan and you love watching film and people that know how to break down film, now, again, we just come on here and we've got opinions. Now, they're usually somewhat well-informed because we go to the games and actually know some of these coaches. But if you love hearing, like, somebody that knows film and breaking things down on social media, Brian Baldinger is incredible at it. 
And I, I don't know what y'all think of him as a broadcaster. He's a former Cowboys player. But he's been with Fox, does a fine job. I don't know if he's the greatest broadcaster ever. But for for some reason, th- he has really grabbed my attention with his breakdowns via Twitter after NFL games. I think he's kind of a must-follow. Aaron, I don't know if you put him in your rotation or not, but Baldinger is just a lot of fun, and and he's and he's actually the way he talks and breaks down each play is is really cool to watch. Now the guy at ESPN, and I know he can be annoying, but Orlovsky is um, he's a good film guy. He is a good film guy and breaks a lot of that stuff down. So those are some of my recommendations right now, Aaron. I don't think you should overreact. I don't think people should overreact to what happened against the Cardinals and go, oh, the Cowboys have no shot at the Super Bowl, all of that. The the thing is, I think it just shows that they are not a team that can afford just to kind of wander out there and get it it done. And we should have known that, Aaron. They had three missing starters on the O-line. All right, is that going to impact you? Sure it is. Sure it is. I mean, should Dak maybe be able to overcome that against – Josh Dobbs in Arizona, a team that started 0-2, a team that had a huge lead at halftime against the Giants, and the Giants scored like 28 points on them in the second half and came back in in one. Yeah, you should be able to get it done. Um, I don't know what was going on with that team. Aaron, I'd like to give them the Diggs excuse, like that they were emotionally down, but this is the NFL. Like, who doesn't lose... Like great players, so at least one great player gets hurt every weekend. Aaron, if we look, I mean, I can't think off the top of my head, but there's somebody we can point to from the other day and go, he's out for whatever, two to four weeks, this is awful for that particular team. So I don't think we can give the Cowboys, oh, man, they were just reeling from Trevon Diggs. Now, they've got an incredible shot because they got back-to-back games against one legendary coach whose team seems to be kind of down, and he's got kind of a iffy quarterback in Mac Jones. Patriots come through here, and then they go out to the Niners. Aaron, I'd rather, I mean, it's a great opportunity to measure yourself against the Niners before either team maybe is set up and feeling great about itself. I Purdy, they won a game recently, Aaron, what was it, 30-7 to or 31-7? to and from what I've read about that game, it was like he was he was shaky as all get out at times. Now sometimes he makes beautiful plays, but he is not Brock Purdy is not a top ten quarterback yet. Now he's in a top ten system. He's got a top five head coach. He's got top five talent around him. Like Aaron, if you could take if I said Aaron, you have you can take the San Francisco offensive talent or the Cowboys offensive talent. Who do you go with right now? And I'm talking O line, wide receivers, running backs, and everybody. Who do you take? And that's tough. I I, w- I would probably take San Francisco with McCaffrey and Ayuk mm-hmm. and Debo at, at receiver and Kittle at tight end. That's a that's a lot of yeah. Top tier options. 
And then and then Trent, I'm trying to think some of their line. You know, they they got some they got some old linemen that have been around a little bit, but some pretty good ones. And they got some people that'll uh, stick their you know punch you. They just reach up and punch you. Aaron, who who did that the other day? Did you see that NFL wise? I know we got the blitz coming Mac. up. Mac did Jones. Mac take a poke to somebody's private parts? Uh, there's a pair, I haven't watched the video, but apparently I have watched it. Yeah, I can't totally tell. Yeah, they're saying that he punched Sauce Gardner in in a bad area. Yeah, I haven't seen the video yet though. And Sauce said that right after the game, and then they went back yeah. and they say they found the film of it. I I can't tell. I've seen the thing, and he certainly moves his arm to do something. I, initially, when I watched it, I thought they were kind of being nice and like going to dap each other up. I I can't, but obviously Sauce did not get that impression, and I just saw Mac's arm moving. I mean, that'd be pretty. But NFL's looking at it. By the way, the NFL investigators are trying to determine if Mac Jones delivered. That would be really surprising. Like. I don't think any quarterback in the NFL, Aaron, of like being someone that would take a shot at somebody's private parts. Uh, I can't. I mean, think about it. Like, if we were going to name or nominate somebody for that, <laughs> I don't know who it would be. Like, who's the nastiest, meanest quarterback? I certainly would never put Mac Jones up there, like in the top five most likely to do something like this. All right, more on. The NFL, it is time for something we call the NFL Blitz. It's next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Need help with investments or insurance? How about retirement? Let Colby Witt at Witt Financial Group help secure your today and your tomorrow. Making financial decisions isn't easy. That's why Witt Financial Group can help understand what's right for you. Specializing in 401k rollovers, insurance planning, and saving tax dollars through strategic planning. Call Witt Financial Group today at 254-723-5471. That's 254-723-5471. Witt Financial Group, located in Waco. Don't wait. Call today. To keep your energy costs low, seal your home or business with insulation from ProFoam Insulation. Whether you want spray foam insulation, retrofit insulation, blow-in insulation, or bat insulation, ProFoam Insulation is the team for the job. They can handle residential, commercial, and agricultural jobs. They're licensed and insured, offer free estimates, and lifetime warranties are also available. Family owned and operated since 2017. ProFoam Insulation of Robinson, 254-640-1255, and ask for Matt. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit the BaylorLineFoundation.com. 
Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts, and an evening shift supervisor. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, $1 differential pay offered for evening shift. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefits plan, including medical, dental, vision, short- and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 till 5 at 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off Interstate 35 in Lacey Lakeview. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. You hear the music. You know what it means. It is time for the NFL Blitz. We uh, look around the league, kind of see what's going on out there. We were just talking about, uh, oh, and Aaron, I got to say, as much as it's just overdone, I mean, how about that scene at Arrowhead? I mean, I have never seen someone who shows up at a game um, make have that much of an impact. Somebody just sitting up in a suite make that much of an impact on people watching the game, <laughs> commenting on the game. Aaron, that was wild. I can't remember if I sent you that number or not, but like even from a – a viewership standpoint and, and, oh, female viewers. Apparently, Aaron, when Taylor Swift shows up <laughs> at a ball game, it makes quite an impact, doesn't it? Absolutely. She's probably, well, I don't, I say probably. She is, in my opinion, the most popular entertainer in the world right now. She just sells out everywhere multiple nights, and you can see the effect in the ratings for the Chiefs game. And you could also see it in Travis Kelsey's jersey sales. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think what the number was, but it was massive for his like jersey the, sales. Yeah, four hundred percent. She showed up to watch his game. Her fans 
tuned in to hopefully get glimpses of her. And uh, apparently they bought a lot of Travis Kelsey jerseys because, as I mentioned, according to the ESPN article, his sales sales of Travis Kelsey jerseys up 400% after Taylor Swift came to his game on Sunday night. Yeah, we've been hearing rumors that they were hanging. Now it's pretty public. And his social media went up by like three to 400,000. Wasn't that right, Aaron? Like something along those lines. Social media. And I don't know if that's Instagram and Twitter or X. What all is involved in that? Instagram, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, Aaron, what if we... What if our, I would take just like 500 more people? You know, like say, <laughs> right. hey, yeah, Mosley added some more followers. Yeah, I have five new followers today. Yeah, five, ten more followers. Remember that one time when they were taking all the bots away from people? It was like, wait a second, don't take the bots away. <laughs> it was like Twitter went in there and cleaned a bunch of that stuff out, and it was like they removed the remove some of the bots or whatever what a what a strange strange world it is but i i'm trying now what don't we have a name for them already like not like brangelina it's like uh what are we calling them kills it was like I, I i saw it now i need to revisit it it's like it's a combination of their trailers names. trailer travis uh, uh combination okay. of Travis and Taylor obviously really so Travis and Taylor trailer oh my okay okay and of course that'll start ending up on Chiefs jerseys Aaron there's a chance this thing lasts like what two months yeah it's like a lot of a lot of you know early romances or whatever I mean I it's just it's two superstars, but I think what Kelsey's finding out is it's a different animal. Like, be it go, he probably can't really go out in Kansas City. Same with Mahomes. But this is a different, this is a whole different deal. This is an international star. This is someone who can't be in public in any, and apparently she leaves these games or she'll leave restaurants in interesting ways. Like sometimes they'll like put her in uh, a box or something and carry her out the back of a restaurant, I've read. <laughs> and so they were saying like how she left the locker room or whatever the other day. These are not easy things to get in and out of, but I would imagine they had Taylor had like parking underneath the stadium somewhere. It's kind of like Tiger used to show up at Cowboys games. And that was surreal when I – it's like I've been around almost – I interviewed – got to interview Michael Jordan one time when he was with the Wizards. But, like, there was just something about seeing Tiger walk past, like, in the Cowboys locker room. I was just like, dang, this freaking Tiger. I mean, you just – I was – I mean, I, you know, I was kind of like, shouldn't I say something? Shouldn't I, like, address Tiger? It's freaking Tiger Woods. He's walked right past me in the Cowboys locker room. Because he had gotten to be really good friends with Tony Romo. Now, after the huge uh, Tiger fallout with his with his first wife, uh, or I guess his only wife to this point, it, it uh, I'm afraid Tony had to distance a little bit. 
But, yeah, Tiger used to show up at all those things. It was pretty pretty interesting. All right, Aaron, what else do we have? From last night's game, Joe Burrow played through a calf injury to get the Bengals their first win of the season. It was eight days after he had aggravated a strain right calf that had kept him out of most of the team's preseason activities. The Bengals were facing their first potential three-game losing streak since Burrow's rookie season in 2020, and it does not appear that he re-injured it during last night's game. Although he didn't play great, you could tell that he was not 100%. Yeah, I. it's interesting to kind of um, watch this and, and see where it may be headed. Uh, Aaron, those two games last night, first of all, why do they keep doing this? Like, I, I is this is this going to be, is this it for these Monday night games for a while? The 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 double header type deal. I believe so. I'm, I'll check. Okay, I just I don't. I I think the NFL, of course, everybody's going to watch everything, but I think you got to be a little careful when you do these. I, I don't. I just don't quite understand. I know they always kind of had one maybe opening weekend, but I, I just didn't even – I guess I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah. That, like, I just I, – I just we have our normal schedule of, like, they'll have one of those doubleheaders and play one late and one early, and then the rest of the season there's just a featured Monday night game. And, they, and the only time you ever double up is if, like, something happens or there's, like, a – uh, postponement or something, and then you have another game on a you know a Monday night. Yeah, they they used to do it the, in previous years. It was just the first week. Yeah. Now they did it the first three weeks this year, and it will go to one game next week. Just looking at uh, okay, it's an ugly matchup. It's Seattle on the road against the Giants, but it'll be the only Monday night game, and it will be the typical seven fifteen kickoff on ABC and ESPN. When can they start getting out of these things? The sooner the better because the Giants are they, in so many primetime games and they are terrible. Well, and you know the Jets are lined up Same to thing, play a yeah. ton of these things. Well, now, now, they can, in a certain period of time, they can start flexing out of these games. Now they can do it on Monday nights. For years, they couldn't do it on Monday nights. I think they can flex out. Obviously, Sunday night football can flex out. I don't know about our Thursday friends, the Amazon Prime people. I don't know if they can flex out. Fox and CBS can both flex out of games. Um, you know, like if they want to change like their game of the week or whatever. What's funny is, Aaron, like there's almost there was one time a, a few years ago where the cat they it was the first time I'd ever 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 seen a network flex out of a Cowboys uh, game, <laughs> and they were really bad, and they were kind of looking like they were out of the playoff race. And Fox, I think, flexed out of a Cowboys game. It's, it's probably only happened once all time because they all want the Cowboys and they all get the huge ratings. Nobody's wanting to see the Giants play or the Jets. I mean, I. <laughs> the C- Seattle is kind of interesting. I that was one of those things, Aaron. You remember? You remember that Drake Toll opinion where we were all talking about just how horrible it was to lose uh, Aaron Rodgers and how it impacted the season. Right. And Drake Drake was kind of like, "Hey, 
This is an awesome opportunity. I, Jets are still going to be good. <laughs> I don't even think Drake can say that anymore. Zach is is a tough watch. He he had one drive where I was very impressed, and they got that game to like fifteen to ten or whatever it was. He had one drive, and he came right ripping it down the field. But the rest of the game, they can barely function with him back there quarterbacking. Uh, it's the Jets are even with that defense, and and having some talent on both sides. They've already melted down into one of these Garrett Wilson screaming on the sideline, some backup running back. Aaron, they said so-and-so is like number 30 for the Jets. You would know him. Um, I couldn't. Carter. Somebody Carter. Michael and, Carter, the uh, former yeah. North Carolina running back. It's like okay. the third stringer. Yeah. They're like Michael Carter screaming on the sideline, to which I was like, who is Michael Carter? Like, why is he screaming about anything? Nobody even knows who that guy is. He's literally behind what? Cook and Brees Hall on the depth chart. Oh, yeah. Just over there throwing a fit, screaming at people on the sideline, uh, with, with screaming at the offense. Like, Michael Carter? This is weird. All right. Uh, that was our NFL Blitz. It's Baylor legend time. It's Walter Abercrombie, one of my great friends and a great friend of this show and a daily listener. Walter Abercrombie returns to the Matt Mosley Show next. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Come check out the end-of-summer clearance sale at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. Many of our boats are now priced as low as they can go. You don't want to miss out on these incredible deals. Also, for a limited time, we're offering free accessories packages worth up to $2,750 with select Yamaha boats. Imagine the satisfaction you would feel owning a new boat. Visit our website, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com, or Google Marineland Boating Center. You can see in our reviews why we are the highest-rated boating center in Central Texas. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. 
Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. King of the road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Mosley Show. It's Walter Abercrombie. I mean, I hate to even bother Walter. The man is very busy. He finally has a road game here where he won't be hosting a huge uh, group in that letter winner's lounge there, and uh, what a great place that is. Walter, that's an interesting way to start a season, isn't it, with four straight uh, home games. It's uh, That's not exactly how it usually goes. Eight home games. I mean, you, uh, you've you been a busy man. Welcome to the show. Well, Matt, thank you so much, man. It's great to be with you today. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's, that's um, that's a heck of a way to start the season, <laughs> uh, particularly in my job. I mean, it's just four weekends a row hosting a lot of Baylor folks. I love being around Baylor folks, man, but that is a lot of work. <laughs> hey, well, I think you're, you're what you're saying is we're kind of high maintenance, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? Uh, my goal at the end, uh, Matt, you know, um, in the Letterman's Lounge, and you've been in there before, and you, you and your family, and um, you know, I just, I, I, it's like, it's like my family. You know, you guys are like my family. You come in the room, and mm-hmm. the the main thing that we want to do is make sure that while you're in there, you're comfortable, you're having a good time. Um, the thing that we can't control, though, Matt, and that is uh, what goes on on the football field. Now, I can tell you that if people have a good time in the lounge, 
what happens on the football field uh, is not maybe if it's not so uh, so favorable for the Baylor Bears, it makes the it makes the trip to Waco a little bit easier, you know, when you're having a good time in the lounge. So at least we're able to provide that. I always uh, leave the press box and then make my way down there because of how hospitable and how great it is in there. And again, if if a game's going the wrong direction, it is a nice it's a nice retreat. <laughs> it's great to get in there. Some great food and great friends. Walter Abercrombie with us, B Association Executive Director. Walter, it's interesting to me how you choose. I brought this up with you, and I saw you recently in there, that legend of the week, because uh, I've really liked it. I mean, every I've told you before, it, not every one of them may end up in the Baylor Hall of Fame. Certainly some of them will. But, like, it was just cool to see, uh, was it, I think, Mike Fisher recently, uh, kind of a blast from the past on some uh, great Baylor teams, um, even going back to the 70s. Uh, and then this last one, Bryce Hager. Now, you that you had some showmanship on choosing him for Baylor UT, the son of a famous Longhorn player. Did you, uh, uh-huh. did you kind of choose that one on purpose for that oh, week? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's exactly right. I, I I looked at the choices that, that we we were dealing with, and I said, you know what? Because I played with uh, with uh, Britt, his uh, Bryce's dad. I played with him in Philadelphia. He was a great linebacker for the Texas Longhorns back in the um, I think the late early seven, early eighties or maybe the late eighties. And um, I so I knew him. And just to have uh, Bre- uh, Bryce come to Baylor was a was a real treat. And of course, we talked about his dad all the time. I always asked him mm-hmm. about him. And and but anyway, when we visited this summer about being a legend, he, you know, he didn't I, he didn't say, "Hey, man, I cannot be at the Texas game." That, that was something that I thought would be special for him uh, since we were playing UT. And then uh, he can have his chil- uh, his family come and join him. Uh, and, and get it, you know, be with him when he receives the award. The thing that I was worried about, though, Matt, was if we did that, would his father and mother be at the game wearing UT apparel? <laughs> that, that would be awkward on the field. But of course, they are such classy people. They were there to support their son, and and they were decked out in Baylor Bear gear, and I was proud of that. That's pretty neat, especially for a big-time Longhorn uh, like that. Britt had that Fu Manchu, didn't he? Seemed like That's kind of what I remember about him when he was with the Longhorns. I don't know if he had it still with the Eagles, but he had a pretty intimidating-looking mustache, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite remember. He, I think he was clean-shaven when, uh, when he got okay. to Philadelphia. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I think I've seen pictures of exactly what you're referring to. Yeah. And they have a brother who played at Texas and had real long hair. I, I was trying to find him on the field and I think I had him pegged and he didn't quite have the long flowing hair anymore, but he played linebacker <laughs> for the Longhorns and was probably on the field when the bears took it to him a couple of times. Um, Walter, I, I, I know that it hurts you as much as anybody when the Bears have, are kind of in the state they're in, one in three. I mean, are you able to kind of maintain some optimism 
here and uh, and, and 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 maybe see um, the light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, or sometimes that can be bad. Get it? The light at the end of the tunnel. But I, what what um, what are you kind of seeing from this program right now? Because again. Dave and others kind of lean on you sometimes, and you've gotten to know some of these staff members. But you also know this is a struggle right now, and this is a team that was really good just two years ago, won a conference title. What do you kind of sense that has happened here, and and what is it going to take to kind of get this thing moving in the right direction? Well, I I, I do know I've been a you know as you know, Matt, I've been around football for a long time, and I've I've seen good days, bad days. Uh, we all have them. Uh, in fact, uh, when we were talking with um, with Britt Hager, uh, we, we talked about some of the days, uh, the difficult days at the University of Texas. And they, so everybody has them. Um, and right now we're we're just uh, having some difficult days. And um, and when people are experiencing difficult days, Baylor fans. You know, they start questioning, you know, everything. And uh, mm. I think that's what's happening. But we've been a part of these things before. People have short memories. You know, I remember when Dave Aranda first got here. I think we only won two games or something, maybe three games. It wasn't a very fun season. Yeah. Uh, the same thing, uh, if you go back to Matt Rule, uh, his first year, uh, he didn't win but a couple of games. And so when when you think about, history those days are easy to forget um but we've struggled before i think the thing that's different about this year is that it it seems to be an extension of the way the season ended last year and people have those bad memories so you have two years kind of merged together and you just you're just kind of wondering are we headed in the right direction and so forth and that's uh that's natural to do i can tell you though that um, I believe D- uh, David said, Dave Miranda said this when he spoke in the lounge on last Saturday, that um, this team has has great has some potential to be highly competitive. He's seeing it in their workouts. He's seeing it in their efforts. But somehow that effort is not being translated on the football field on game days. And so he's got to figure out as a head coach um, – how he's going to be able to get his team to make that transition. Because if they can do that, Matt, uh, I think there's a good chance that we'll end the season on, on a much better note than we began the season with. Yeah, I like that. And you know you have letter winners that want to see more fire. Um, and, of course, it's just not his personality, is it? it and uh, now there are people on the staff who bring that kind of fire, I think sometimes you just have to have people on your staff. Um, you know, it wasn't like Coach Taft was the fieriest guy ever. He certainly could be when he needed to, and I think one stare could get everybody's attention. But I'm thinking back to those days. Y'all had such a great staff. He had such a loyal staff. Who was the who was kind of the fiery uh, coach on that team? Because as I think back of Cotton and Bill and – I kind of think of these stately, um, not reserved, but not, I don't know. I didn't think of them as guys that would, like, get in your face as much. You probably have a different experience <laughs> for some of those guys. But was it Pete? Like, who were the guys back then that, uh, or even Corky before he left, that, that had that fire to them? 
Well, I think um, in terms of a, a, a person who was a motivator, uh, Grant was not necessarily a yeller, uh, a screamer, and he didn't scream at you or yell at you, but he had a way of motivating you, and, and he was he, he could be fiery now, uh, mm-hmm. Coach Taft could. But if, if, you're, if you're talking about a guy that would just literally light you up, that was Corky Nelson. I think everybody knows that. Uh, during his time before he left and Pete, you know, and, uh, and Coach uh, Pete came. But mm-hmm. I will tell you that uh, Corky was the was the guy who would be, I guess, the motivator of the defense. And as you know, we had a really, really strong defense during those years he coached here. And he wasn't a guy that would ever made it personal. He always, he just knew how to get in the guys and motivate them uh, when they needed to be motivated. And so uh, I don't know who on the staff currently um, plays that role, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't, uh, I, I do think that sometimes you kind of need that person to get guys going. And, and I'll tell you another thing, uh, coaches are important, but the, the true leaders on a football team that can that can get you going are the players and I don't know if there are is that kind of leadership on the football team but we had a guy named Mike Singletary as you remember mm-hmm. Mike Singletary was a terrific leader uh, when somebody wasn't doing their job Mike would be the first one there encouraging that guy to you know to step it up and get it together and the same thing, uh, uh, we, we had strong leadership on offense as well. Jay Jeffrey, who is our quarterback, was that kind of person. And, and I think for a team to be successful, you have to have the leadership from the coaches, obviously. But most importantly, it's important for teams to have experience and leadership as, as players. And those players have to step up in times like this in order to uh, – help the coaches in order to um, to motivate their teammates, you know, to start uh, playing maybe a, a little bit above what they're used to coming out of their shells, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's what I feel about that, Matt. Um, I don't know about who on the staff is that kind of person now. I don't know which players on the team, but I can tell you that it's absolutely necessary for that type of leadership to emerge if you're expecting to be to be a good football team. Walter Abercrombie on with us, Executive Director of the Bee Association. Walter, I'm liking your work on this Baylor Plus product. Um, I'm telling you, I saw some of the free previews or whatever, and you're doing some narration on it. And I know you've done media and did radio for a long time. But, uh, man, you, you, ought to, you ought to look into that, some of that voice work. I know you're a busy guy, but that I, it's a very powerful <laughs> sound when you do that. So... I, uh, I I like it, and I like it when they start one of those videos with narrated by Walter Abercrombie. It'll kind of come across the screen. So I wanted to compliment you because uh, at first I got to say I'm not gonna. I do podcast or radio. I'm not gonna pay for a site that's doing a bunch of podcasts, right? Even though I do uh-huh. that kind of stuff. But now that right. behind the scenes video stuff does get my attention, and it and it's pretty cool. Uh, that's pretty cool stuff, I have to say. Um, what's that been like? And, and, like, how long does it take when you narrate uh, a deal like that? Is that like a couple of hours in the studio? What's that, what's that process been like? 
No, for me, it's been pretty simple because I think, um, you know, the staff that, that uh, the creative team that together, they do, they do really, really good at coaching me up. They give me the script uh, to read. And I just, I just sit down in a quiet room and we read it together and they film it and, or, or, or record it. And so it makes it pretty simple for me. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I, my motivation is Matt Mosley. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you may need to search for new inspiration, but I, I like hearing that. Um, that is, uh, but it, it is good and, uh, you sound great and just, uh, you give it, and I know they've had Mike do one in the past, but you guys from those 80, early 80s teams, <clears throat> you give it some more, what's the word, gravitas or something like that. But it's just because of who you are and sort of what you went through for the program. Because uh, uh, everybody remembers 80, and everybody remembers 79 was fun. But Walter's like, 78 was tough, wasn't it? And even 81 yeah. was kind of tough. Everybody, yeah. it, it kind of goes back to what you're saying there. It's not all mountaintop experiences. That's right. That's right. And 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 we we have short memories. You know, we want to forget those those difficult years. But we've all gone mm-hmm. through them. You know, every Baylor fan has gone through difficult years. Um, uh, sometimes those years are put together. You know, and and to to where there are multiple years. But you know, we've um, we've been very fortunate. We still have a strong program. I think we have. Terrific brand recognition. Um, well, you know, teams that line up to play us, you know, they still have to be prepared to play. I mean, I think, you know, everybody expected UT to come in here and just run all over us um, and and thought the score would be much more out of reach than, than it was. But the Bears played, and, and it wasn't, you know, it uh, maybe was not as bad as people thought it was going to be. So you have to play the game. Um, and I think that, that is uh, what our teams have to remember. Look, you know, we're not doing so good. We lost a bunch of players over the offseason through the portal and folks transferring. We had to get some new players in. Uh, there were some changes on the staff. I mean, we're playing with a bunch of young uh, football players and uh, not not a lot of experience out there. So this is going to be a year. Matt, and, and I think that um, if we continue to get better, we'll be all right. All right. Maybe getting on the road will help. I was talking to Ricky about that yesterday. Who knows? Maybe that, that bonding experience of playing on the road in a tough environment, maybe there will be something that kind of shows up or they find something. Uh, maybe that will be good. Did you, uh, Walter, you probably saw where Taylor Swift showed up to see Travis Kelsey. Apparently they're hanging out. I just I was thinking when you were with the Steelers, and I'm not asking you who you dated or anything like that. You were probably already married. Uh, but do you remember any starlet or, like, who was the most interesting entertainer slash public figure who ever showed up to one of your games, either with the, the Steelers or, or with the Eagles or wherever you were in the NFL? Well, um, I don't uh, – you know, I, I, I had two uh, megastars, I guess you could say, that – didn't necessarily come to our games, but I got a chance to meet uh, one when I was in Philadelphia. Uh, I was uh, friends with uh, Randall Cunningham, a quarterback, and and uh, Keith Byers, who was in the backfield, and they were big fans of the Wining Brothers. 
Well, that was a gospel group. And a cousin to the Winan family was Whitney Houston. Oh, wow. And Whitney Houston came to a, a concert that their, the, the Winan family was having in Philadelphia. And because we were all together at the, with the Eagles organization, we had front row seat. And then we had an opportunity to, you know, to hang out with them after the, the concert was over. And that was probably one of the biggest things, just getting to meet Whitney and and uh, the Winan brothers and, and uh, the Winan sister. Uh, it was, it was, you know, it was BB and CC Winan. That was really a, a real treat for me. The other person was in Pittsburgh when they were filming the movie Flashdance. And I had a chance to meet, uh, they, they had, Irene Cara, who is one of the one of the singer of the song Flash Dance, I think, and she was uh, doing a tour in Pittsburgh, and I got a chance to to meet her, and uh, just a wonderful lady. But uh, but those are two people that stand out. Of course, there were guys, but you know, when you're talking about Taylor Swift, immediately I thought about the two the two singers. <laughs> I got a chance. The Winans, man, I remember them, and I was trying to look it up as you were talking. It's time is one song that I liked from the early 90s. And yeah. what a talented family. Boy, B.B. and C.C., that's a, And I used to have a buddy, a Church of Christ. Of course, they didn't have the instruments in their church. And I'd be listening to that, and he and he would always say, are you listening to the Winans again? And I said, it's the Winans. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, those that's uh, those are good ones, right? Whitney, my gosh, you talk about royalty. I was thinking about that movie. You said a movie was made in Pittsburgh. There was one called like the fish, the fish that stole Pittsburgh, or the fish. It was a sports movie, um, right? Yeah. But it was like probably when you were still at Baylor that came out. I was a kid, and I, I'll have to look that one up because I think that was before you got to Pittsburgh. Uh, but anyway, well, it's fun. Always great to visit with you. I still see like some of your old Steelers teammates up at Cooper Fitness Center. They're all still working out, looking good, you know, staying in shape and some of that. So it's always fun to find somebody that was buddies with Walter Abercrombie. And there's a lot of them out there. Walter, I really appreciate it. Fun to have you on. Thank you so much, Matt. It's always great being with you. You do a great job and good luck for the rest of the day. You bet. There he goes. Um, we'll need it. We'll need it. Walter knows to get to six o'clock. But uh, with guests like Walter, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, it's this makes it a lot of fun. Walter Abercrombie B Association does an incredible job. The executive director used to do Baylor radio, turned it over to JJ, and uh, but still does a lot of narration for all these documentaries. Uh, use him for voiceover if you're out there. My goodness, he sounds great, but uh, always fun to, to catch up with Walter. Uh, okay, it is time. Let's see, we've got some Campus Confidential coming up, and um, we have lots. we got Scott Drew uh, we want to talk about. Uh, we want to talk to about this new schedule. But uh, next, we'll get into some Rangers because things are looking really good and the magic number. We'll share that with you next. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. You're invited to experience the best carnival in Central Texas at the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo this October. Grab the whole family and enjoy fun games, thrilling rides, and all your fair food favorites. Don't miss the opportunity to make memories that will last a lifetime. Purchase a fun pass at your local participating Sefco convenience stores for even more fun and excitement. Each one includes gated admission and unlimited carnival rides each day of the fair for only $90. Visit HotFair.com today for more information. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Brazos Valley Golf and Battery is a locally owned and operated sales specialist in Robinson, Texas. They carry new and refurbished automotive, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery checked? Visit Tommy and he'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts as well. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google. Brazos Golf and Battery. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. 
Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. You know, this song right here, Aaron, used to happen at Baylor football games a lot. I just feel like they would come back. I don't know if that was on the radio. I, th- I think that was at the stadium, and that would be a big that would be a big part of it. Really nice game presentation the other night. One thing Walter said is is kind of is something I've kind of been saying. Walter understands that, like, when you start losing and you're going in the wrong direction, everything becomes, you know, people are upset about everything. Walter and his staff, Tammy does a great job as well, do an incredible job for the former Baylor athletes. And uh, once they uh, graduate from Baylor or leave, you know, they once they've lettered, they become part of the B Association and what an incredible place to gather. And then some of us that our parents played at Baylor, like my dad did, get to go down there and experience that. And so that's how Walter and I have become great friends over the years and love having him on. And, boy, he made some uh, very good points about what's going on with the uh, deal. He's very patient. But I promise you, nobody is more frustrated and down about kind of where they are than Walter. Although he's not, you know, he played enough and he's been through enough not to get quite as worked up as some people that get on these message boards and all that. Aaron, do we have a message board? Is that what the is that what the text lines kind of like? <laughs> but we, they can't really see what each other's. They can't. That's the only thing about it. They can't see what everybody else is saying. If you want to comment on uh, Baylor, we we read a lot of these and then we say them on the air. That kind of thing. Oh, and Aaron, I guess we should check back. Did anybody ever hazard a guess at the? Uh, I'll give you the answer because it's very obscure. On the uh, uh, the two five four, by the way, is the uh, this is the text line CNC Collision Center text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. And the question was: through the first sixteen games of his career, Evan Carter is just unbelievable. And, and, and who was the last person through their first 16 games to put up uh, this kind of numbers? Now, the everyday player was um, Ian Kinsler. But the uh, one person did it over the course of like two months because they were like a backup. I'm going to really help folks out, Aaron, in case nobody's gotten it. It was a backup catcher. Let's see if that helps anybody. 254. Six six two sixteen sixty. Uh, I also want people to weigh in on just you know where they think this uh, Baylor. Are they are they seeing any signs of hope? I didn't see many. I was out the other night. Thirty eight six. Garrison Grimes played his rear off. They've got some cornerbacks uh, that play really well. They did get uh, Devin Lemire back. Um. 
or wait, who was it? Aaron, is it right? Yeah, and and, and you know, it's just they're going to get some. They're going to get a quarterback, but there's several players that have been out that could be coming back this week. We'll look. You want to get Dominic Richardson, get him back into the running back mix. Dawson Pendergrass, that was always going to be a tough thing to throw such a young player into that Texas game. The the run game wasn't there. The pass game wasn't there. And Sawyer needs, he's just gotten thrown into a tough situation. And there are certain things, and what Dave Aranda calls these things, are entry passes. And what he means is, you know, Shorter passes, some of those hitches, some of the things that kind of get them into drives, get them into, you know, if they hit like a quick slant, if they can hit an out. Um, you know, some of these things get you in rhythm, and they're missing those. They do hit some shot plays. They do hit some plays down the field on some of their explosives. But, again, it's not enough to sustain an offense. Um Aaron, does, do you ever look up and just go, everything we're attached to right now is bad in the red zone? Doesn't it feel that way? Bears can't yeah, function in the red zone. Cowboys can't function in the red zone. Cowboys are 6 for 15. I meant to look up what Baylor is. I would have to guess the Baylor's probably like 5 for 20 or something like that, 5 for 22. They've been down there. They moved the ball, but the only time they ever really cashed in was against LIU. And let's be honest, doesn't really count, right? Let's only look at FBS opponents. And when you do that, the losing streak against FBS opponents is right, what is it, Aaron, seven? Um, It's not good. It's not good. And what Walter said is right. They've had some carryover from last season, and that's why we're not just thinking about this season. We're really focused on the carryover from last season. I think Aranda's trying not to do that and not look back at, oh, last year's team, this has been a carryover. They lost their quarterback. Let's see if getting Blake back, which they may happen, he's listed as day-to-day, I think we'll have a better sense of by Friday. I think the team will function much, much better. Aaron and I had the conversation. Right now the line is 11.5. What would you set the line if Blake Shapin could play in Orlando? I would say I would change the line by like five points. I would move the line to where UCF is favored by six or six and a half. That may be too much, but I do think we're, what we've seen is we've we've got this greater appreciation uh, for Blake than we've ever had. And it has nothing really to do. It's not all about, oh, Sawyer's playing poorly. He just got thrown. He wasn't quite ready for this. And, you know, the, you play Texas. I mean that that uh, that D line, just unbelievable. They've been great this season. I I don't know, Aaron. After after having to to look at the film a little bit of it, I'm not going to say I looked at the whole film, but I did look at some of the breakdowns that the young rotor puts together, all that kind of stuff. I I got I I have a hard time envisioning. I don't think Texas is going to run the table, but at the same time, I don't know who's going to beat them. Aaron, I don't have that schedule in front of me, but I, I don't. I just have a hard time envisioning anybody right now. But their talent kind of stands up next to Texas. Um, 
I mean, I'm thinking about BYU. I'm thinking about some of these other teams. Like, there's no roster other than OU, maybe. Maybe the Texas, maybe OU stands up it completely embarrassed last season, beaten 48 to nothing or whatever it was. Maybe OU stands up and, and plays them. Aaron, I, I, I don't. Who has the best chance at taking down Texas? Do they have K-State on their schedule? I, I think they do. Let me look real quick. You, uh, Texas. I mean, I, Aaron, I, that's the only, um, that's the only team I think, ooh, they've got to go. Okay. They've got Kansas coming in. Kansas pretty good, but they're not going to lose to Kansas at home. I know we like to make all the jokes. That's not happening. They're certainly Texas OU will be a great matchup, but they're, They've just got way more going for them than OU. They're better. They're more efficient, I think, on offense. They're deeper at running back. They're deeper at wide receiver. I don't think Venables is ready to knock them off in the Cotton Bowl. They host BYU. BYU's not going to win there on the road. Um, they host the November 4th Kansas State. That could be a little bit of a scary one for them. Aaron, I look at this schedule, and and Tech has to go there. Tech's not playing well. Iowa State's not good at all. they got to go to Iowa State. I would say the Longhorns having to go to TCU on November 11th is a problem. I think that's a problem for the Longhorns. I think it's been a house of horrors. Uh, I think TCU loves beating them almost as much as Baylor does. And that is a problem when they have to go to TCU November 11th. But the rest of the schedule, they got the, they got Kansas State coming to them. They got to go to Houston. That's that's nothing. BYU coming there. Eh. They got two games that are going to challenge them. Maybe Texas OU and maybe that TCU game. Aaron, I'm starting to worry that they could run the table. Uh, they'll, the more I, I mean, look at they this could. Thing. It would be. You know, I mean, it seems like even under Coach Sark, they just find a way to lose a couple of games that they're not supposed yeah. to. And I don't think you're giving Kansas near enough credit for how much they've improved. I, I think they'll, them. I think they'll give them a, a heck of a game this weekend. I love them, but they're they're on the road in that environment with a hundred thousand fans. I don't know if Leipold's ready to pull that off. I know they beat Texas a couple of years ago there completely different texas team i i just aaron it kind of gave me nightmares or flashbacks like whoever they ran out there the other day 24 is named brooks number four is named baxter like i'm not saying it was ricky williams okay but like it just and i know Bijan was great but just the size the the size on the D line. We had a caller yesterday brought that up. Linda did. A, I really enjoyed her call. It, it 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 was. And Aaron, after she called, I tried to go back and look at that because she was saying, "Well, we don't really match up with them size wise." I mean, she had a point. Like Baylor does have a like a a guard who's six eight, three thirty or whatever, but he pulled on one of those plays against Texas that got blown up. At the point of attack, Texas hit him with a 340-pound lineman, and it might have been swept. 
sweat comes through there, and it was like it, we're talking about a six eight, three hundred and thirty uh, pound man moving on the move from Baylor, and at the point of attack, it was like it was he looked like a rag doll. Uh, Texas just blew it up. Now, how are you supposed to run plays? How are you supposed to run a counter? How are you supposed to run a stretch play against that? Well, you're not. And it's not happening, and that's how you get beat 38-6. to six. All right, Matt Mosley show. Aaron, did you like that Rangers segment right there? <laughs> I think it's one of the better Texas Rangers segments we've done. I just, I don't know, I kind of got, I was in a mood to discuss some Baylor. We'll get back into the Rangers, I promise. In the five o'clock hour, in a reminder that Scott Drew uh, hits at oh about five thirty this afternoon. Okay, he's in practice. He's going to step right out of practice and step on to the show with us. And we've got a lot to discuss with him because the schedules have dropped. Baylor men's and women's basketball schedules. I'm very excited about that. Uh, Nikki Collin will be on with us Thursday. All right, so we'll talk women on Thursday. We're going to have Scott on today. All of that is coming up next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Play fake, looking right, left. Only heard here. Throws it in the end zone, caught. All season. This is the first touchdown for Luke Schoonmaker. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New England Patriots. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Patriots, Sunday starting with the pregame at 2.30 here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. September is the month to buy a Chevrolet truck. On every 2023 Silverado, you can take advantage of 0% for 36 months or as low as 3.9% for 72 months. Combine this with fantastic trade-in values, award-winning service department, and award-winning body shop, and zero gimmicks. It's a no-brainer. So give us a call, 254-840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We treat you like family. Bye. New roads. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. 
I'm Joe Kaleo. Businesses are driven by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision to life. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts, and an evening shift supervisor. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, $1 differential pay offered for evening shift. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefits plan, including medical, dental, vision, short- and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 till 5 at 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off Interstate 35 in Lacey Lakeview. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley, and it is time for Campus Confidential. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for what you do. And uh, we appreciate you being involved in uh, what has become a very highly rated show here in uh, Central Texas. I keep checking my email, Aaron, because there was a. We'll see. We'll see. I hope I didn't. I hope I didn't uh, email the wrong person. But we're we're trying to determine that. I will say though, big time coach joining us, five twenty five today. Or 528, Scott Drew. And that'll be great to catch up with Scott, see kind of what's on his mind as Baylor men and women get their new, their schedule for the season. And Aaron, how exciting is it to uh, to start thinking about games in that new pavilion? Foster Pavilion. Aaron, have you decided which game you will attend? You can now look and see actual conference games at Foster Pavilion and start kind of digging in on, uh, I don't know when they'll do single-game tickets, Hmm. but you can have a look at that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you know what game I'm going to go to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you may be looking for the opposing team to Yeah, yeah. uh, I will definitely be at Baylor and Houston when they come to Waco. Okay. February 24th. Okay, already has it marked. 
late season, late conference season game as the Cougars come to uh, the land of the bear. And then I think, Aaron, that's when it gets kind of crazy right after that. The uh, the Bears have like a two-step out there where it's like they got the Jayhawks and the University of Texas. Um, is that a Saturday-Monday situation? Anyway, it's a, the second and the fourth of, um, yeah, I'm just trying to think how that plays out. Because you're saying, okay, that's February 24th. So I, I'm thinking maybe maybe it's in March when it, that occurs. Is that right? Yeah, they're, they're at home against Kansas on Saturday and then at home that Monday for Big Monday against Texas. Wow. This March 2nd and 4th. We say goodbye to Texas University until, next, until maybe they, they play each other in the tournament or something. There's certain sports sometimes you can't avoid – still seeing each other, right? Football, you can schedule it out, and unless there's some crazy bowl thing, you don't see, you don't see your, old, uh, your old rival. All right, Aaron, where do, we, where do we begin today? We will start with the Baylor men's basketball schedule. We'll talk with head coach Scott Drew coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, but some of the highlights. Bears will open the season against the Auburn Tigers November 7th. That will be at the Sanford Pentagon in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It'll be the eighth meeting between the programs. Baylor played Gonzaga, Gonzaga, excuse me, and won last year to open their season. They will also take part over the Thanksgiving week in the NIT season tip-off that also includes Oregon State, Florida, and Pitt. They would play Oregon State first. They've got non-conference neutral site games against Michigan State December 16th at Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. That game will be on Fox. And then they will head to Madison Square Garden to a showdown again for a showdown with Duke. That is on December 20th. That's the highlights of the non-conference portion of their schedule. All right. Um, and, and today's the big thing was getting this conference slate uh, and then also dreaming of the new pavilion and that news came down yesterday. Cornell on the 2nd of January. And then the women play, golly, right after that, isn't it? Just like the next day, I think. Uh, women open with their first game ever at the Foster Pavilion. And I think the Horn Frogs, it's a conference game the women open up with. We'll have more on the women's schedule Thursday. We are set to visit with coach Nikki Collin and we'll uh we'll dig in on some of that take a look at the schedule and uh see where Nikki is on all that but uh we'll talk Scott Drew coming up here in the next hour you were talking about the Baylor women's schedule and when they will have their first game at Foster Pavilion you are correct that's January 3rd hosting TCU in a conference game they will they will uh, play. They will be on the road at Texas December thirtieth before mm-hmm. opening up the Foster Pavilion against TCU January third. Bad news. Oh, go ahead. No, no. I'm ha- I, that. That is interesting though that they open because it, it's the women always seem like a cup a few days or a week ahead on their conference schedule. But um, yeah, and and to Aaron's point, we said this earlier. Baylor's home slate, 
from a non-conference standpoint is is not that electrifying. Seton Hall does come to town like a Big East type challenge, but it fires up with the new pavilion and they have all these incredible neutral site games that Aaron was talking about. Uh, in fact, two trips to New York and that Madison Square Garden right before Christmas versus Duke. That'll be a lot of fun. I'll, 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 go ahead, Aaron. Texas Tech quarterback Tyler Shuck was set to have surgery today on a broken left fibula that could keep him out for the rest of the regular season. Coach Joe McGuire said that Shuck will be out at least six to eight weeks. It's his third season in a row since joining the Red Raiders that Shuck will miss significant time because of an injury. The six-year senior was hurt in the first quarter of their loss at West Virginia on Saturday when his lower leg was put in an air cast and he had to be carted off the field. Oh, man. Who, who came into that game, Aaron? Did you see, was that Baron Morton? They, have, they had a couple of other pretty talented quarterbacks, but obviously they didn't get the job done. Hate that for Shuck. Uh, and Tech... Well, Baylor is snake bit by injuries right now. Tech has had them. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, Bowman, you know, who has kind of gone a couple different places and then ended up, I believe, at Oklahoma State. Um, Bowman got hurt there a few years ago. They, they then had Jet Duffy playing at one point. I mean, they've had some talented quarterbacks, but they just have had trouble keeping their quarterbacks healthy. It'll be really interesting to see how their quarterbacks look Saturday and then as they get ready to come to uh, McLean Stadium, uh, certainly not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, we'll uh, welcome the Red Raiders into town. And Aaron, that could, I think Tech is going to win this Saturday, but yeah, it could potentially be a matchup of two one-in-four teams. Never thought we'd be saying that at this point, did we? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and everybody who goes on and on about Joey, I mean, it's kind of like, well, I mean, they're not, you know, they're not tearing it up either. Although it feels different because of the way they are recruiting, but it, it's about wins and losses. And, uh, again, I, I keep coming back to it. I cannot – I love some of these young Baylor players on defense especially. Uh, and, and I kind of – am fascinated with this recent decision to move neighbors to running back. Uh, I assume, you know, obviously Jeff Grimes led that discussion. Uh, Coach uh, Coach Stewart, uh, A.J. Stewart, as well as Coach Aranda. But that interests me because they're trying to get speed. He's got great, great speed. And and I think he's got great balance. Uh, I don't know about the durability because he is a smaller player. He's been a wide receiver, but I, I, you know, whatever. I mean, at this point, you've got to try some different things. So the permanent move of neighbors to running back, of course, I always fall in love with certain players. He is from what uh, Rockwall Heath, and put up huge numbers there. And I've just always really, really liked this player. So I'm kind of excited to see him featured in this way. Congratulations to former Baylor men's basketball associate head coach Jerome Tang. He guided the Kansas State Wildcats to the Elite Eight in his debut season, and he has been rewarded with a new seven-year contract through the 29-30 season. 
Tang will earn $3 million this season and receive a $100,000 increase each year until 2029-2030 when he will earn $3.6 million. That's assuming he doesn't keep going to the Elite Eight, which is probably a bad assumption, which means he'll probably end up getting a new mm-hmm. contract before then, especially if he continues to be as successful as he was in year one, which I have no doubt that he will. What What was he before? Does it say in the story there, like what what it was per year? I'm just wondering how big the raise is. So he's now going to make $3 million a year? Is that, what you, is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it also has a, a clause in there that, Tang would owe $6 million if he leaves for another job after this season. Uh, and it drops a million dollars a year, which would be another reason why they probably will end up doing another extension at some point mm-hmm. if he continues to be successful. There's only one job he might consider leaving for, and that's not going to be vacant for a long time, we hope, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so Absolutely. We'll uh, – we will uh, see. I'm, I'm wondering what Rodney Terry's making. I bet it's I bet it's similar at Texas. They always pay more, but I bet it's similar. And both of those coaches obviously coming off incredible seasons in their first year as uh, head coaches. Rodney Terry, of course, did it as an interim coach. You got time for one more there, Aaron? Or uh, we've we better. Go ahead and hit the break. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, staying on task. We love to stay on time, and that's what we'll do because we do have Scott Drew coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll talk uh, Baylor's uh, new schedule has dropped. There's a lot of different things to get into with Scott. In fact, they had the big uh, trip that they took to, where did they go, France? There's a lot of things we can get into. In fact, if you have a question for Scott, uh, try the text line, the uh, CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. And we'll have a great conversation with him right around 530 this afternoon. We will talk some Rangers, Rangers baseball, as uh, amazing things are happening. The magic number keeps getting reduced. And the Rangers are on, uh, well, I don't want to jinx it, but, boy, they are on a crash course for these playoffs. That is next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I thought I was going to have to go through a hip replacement or some painful, unsuccessful surgery or be crippled the rest of my life. Electrical engineer Dan Vogler had awful arthritic pain in his hips, pain that not only affected him physically, but also emotionally. And it spilled over even to his relationships. I was almost mean. If you're in pain and other people don't sympathize with it, you're lashing out at the wrong people. But then Dan found QC Kinetics with the latest advances in regenerative medicine, non-surgical treatments with lasting relief. 
felt immediate relief. I mean, within half a day, much of the inflammation and pain was down. And today, Dan says he's totally pain-free, living the life he wants. At the end of the fourth treatment, I felt pretty much healed and enthused and was raving about QC Kinetics. I can recommend them highly to anyone. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck. Led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 46 years in a row. Come to the largest showroom in Texas and experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Bush's Chicken has a long tradition of being voted the best. Our specials like Tender Tuesday and Happy Hour every day from 2 to 5 p.m. And Bush's believes in giving back to our communities. Most weeks throughout the year, Bush's Chicken is donating meals and our famous iced tea in support of area schools and churches. Stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. D'Amore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes, and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing DMRA Fine Jewelers. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and um, it is... Uh, Five o'clock hour. We uh, 
we roll on and um i i we do have some sad news uh that's uh, been put out there on uh in major league baseball um brooks robinson has passed away and a statement was uh, put out on the baltimore orioles released a statement uh, from his, from the Brooks Robinson family, we are deeply saddened to share the news of the passing of Brooks Robinson, integral part of our Orioles family since 1955. He will continue to leave a lasting impact on our club, our community, and the sport of baseball. What he did at third base, um, it just, I, I don't know if anybody, I mean, he was a little bit for my time, so like George Brett became my favorite player but it's all I heard about my entire, um, you know, childhood was how great Brooks Robinson was. And if you go around on social media right now, you'll see just the crazy plays he was making, his arm, his range, everything about it. He was just a tremendous player, Hall of Famer. And uh, we have lost uh, Brooks Robinson uh, at a time when uh, uh, everybody's coming down the stretch Major League Baseball season. We're about to talk about the Rangers. Just a uh, sad day because one of the the all time greats, uh, and uh, he is uh, uh, has passed away. Uh, that news coming down just in the past twenty five or thirty minutes. Um, Rangers on a happier note. Uh, here they come, and. You know, I what I try not to look at, Aaron, are the nightmare scenarios where it all like falls apart because I've actually seen it happen. Um, but they are in position to go uh, to go get this AOS title. Six days remaining. Uh, they have a four-game lead over the first team currently out of the AL's wild card race. So, again, total and utter collapse is what it would take. They also own a head-to-head tiebreaker with Seattle thanks to winning eight of the nine meetings this season. Uh, Houston would give the Rangers, let's see, uh, so a win on Tuesday uh, tonight over the Angels. They play later this evening. Combined with a Seattle loss to Houston would give the Rangers a five-game lead with five games to play and a head-to-head tiebreaker in hand. So it almost looks like it would clinch it, but due to some other things, that wouldn't totally clinch it. But they're getting closer to doing it, and if um, uh, if the Rangers win on Tuesday and Seattle loses, the Rangers would clinch a wild-card berth with a Seattle loss on Wednesday or a Rangers win. So win tonight and Seattle loses, then it would take one more day to get it done. And I've looked at all the clinching the number two seed, uh, and then, you know, what it would take. Now, what you want to do is get your uh, get your home field advantage, get that two seed. It's enormous. And, um, and then you just sit there, and then you kind of look to see what it's going to be and how your lineup's going to set up or how your rotation's going to set up. But you want to stay out of one of those three-game series. And right now, they're doing it. Aaron, I when they, a couple of, uh, two and a half weeks ago or so, when they bottomed out against the Astros, maybe it's three weeks ago, 
you, there's no sign that this was going to happen, that they were going to somehow turn it around and finish fast. This is a team, this is an extremely streaky team, and right now they're, they're, the streak is going in the right direction. What I don't know, you know, the unfortunate news from last night is that John Gray had to, you know, he goes out for the seventh inning and something was wrong with his wrist. Uh, he left with right wrist tightness. Mentioned it to trainers after the sixth inning. Went to the mound to warm up. Didn't look comfortable. Rangers don't think it's serious. But we understand why our listeners and Rangers fans are snake bit on this because DeGrom, Scherzer, Avaldi have all had injuries. Scherzer is kind of talking like, I mean, I again, I don't think he'll be ready for the first playoff series. I really don't. I don't even think, I think it would be a stretch to say for sure he could throw in the World Series if they're so fortunate. But I, he's he's talking like he's getting close, a lot closer than any of us thought he would be at this point. He was kind of flicking the ball, not using much of his shoulder or anything, and suddenly the other he was out there throwing uh, yesterday, and they said he kind of looked like he was actually putting something on the ball. Just something to keep in mind. Um, this is what Gray had to say after the game. He said the ball was a little slicker than usual, so my grip was a little tighter. And I think that caused it. Uh, he had allowed seven homers and ten walks in 19 and two-thirds innings over his previous five starts. He said, I'm happy with the way I pitched. These guys needed that from me. There is a bit of soreness, but I don't think it's going to throw me off track. Um, Rangers were in a, a tight game last night, down one nothing in the sixth. And Adolis Garcia, he's just got so much. He's got crazy raw strength. He just goes opposite field and pokes one out. I mean, I say poked. He crushed it. Garver and Lowe uh, both both go deep as well. I think it was Garver's who maybe hit the foul pole, and they went back to back to back uh, off reliever Jimmy Herget uh, of the Angels. Aaron, you think the Angels pretty good team to face with what the Rangers need right now? It just seems like the Angels have nothing left. And once the dam broke, they were fine. End up winning that game 5-1. to one. Um, Marcus Simeon led off the seventh with a home run. He had two on Sunday. I mean, it, it's this is who they are. They They, to win or to have any success in the playoffs, they're going to need to come up and just bludgeon teams. Now, you don't always see that in the playoffs. You see managers go crazy with their, and some people might call it overmanaging, but you see huge use of the bullpen. Even when a pitcher maybe is pitching okay through three or four innings, you see some a reliever come in. Uh, that's what you see in the playoffs. So we'll see if the Rangers can keep this up. But this is phenomenal. What they are doing right now, Rangers took five walks 
in the first five innings against Patrick Sandoval, who left in the fourth with an oblique injury, uh, and reliever Jose Suarez through that first five innings. Um, and then they got Herget in there, and just it, it was uh, it's embarrassing for a reliever when they when you just truly go back to back to back. Kind of rare to see it. Rangers do it last night. Aaron, they now have the most home runs in the majors, and even in the past two games, what did they do the night the night before? Let's see. So how many did they have? That was like four. Maybe six in the game before, ten yes. home runs. I think in the in the last two games. I mean this this lineup is scary, and we'll see if we get the lineup. It's a late night game tonight, so I haven't seen a lineup yet. But Evan Carter's been getting a ton of starts, and the uh, the Rangers and, and Aaron, you and I were talking about it that to see a prospect come up and have this huge of an impact. Uh, it's it's remarkable. And he can still bases. He's good in left field. He can throw players out. I mean, he's he's had some assists. He runs the bases. He's got good speed. Aaron, it's just like, I mean, it's almost like they added an all-star to their lineup. It's not just a, oh, here's a nice prospect. Like, he's crazy good. And, and they're getting to bat him ninth, so it's not like they expose him or put him in a bad situation. And what it's helped is players that kind of started, to, like Leotis kind of got his feet back under him. He's doing okay. And it, and they don't they haven't had to play Zeke Duran, who had a you know tremendous part. You know, at times he was great this season, but certainly faded, and you haven't really needed him. Because in left field, You've got Grossman and Carter, and they've just been tremendous. All right, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, 5 o'clock hour. Let's get excited because we do have Scott Drew, head men's basketball coach for the Bears. That's uh, We're planning to have him as he steps out of practice around 528. All right, we'll, uh, we'll talk a little Cowboys as we get ready for some uh, Baylor basketball talk. The schedules are out. Men and women, very exciting day. All of that coming up next. This Saturday, the Bears are on the road for the first time this season, headed to Orlando to take on new Big 12 rival UCF. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff Saturday afternoon. It's the Bears and Knights this Saturday from the Bounce House in Orlando with John, JJ, and Ricky on the call. And it's all right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, general manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota's ranked number one for the most reliable vehicles, with data compiled from more than 300,000 vehicles built between 2000 and 2022. If you're in search of a new vehicle, Jeff Hunter Toyota offers a full selection of new Toyota models, along with a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. 
It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Everything we do, we do for you. First Central Credit Union says it's game on. Lower your monthly vehicle payments by refinancing your vehicle with First Central. Make it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Finance elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online today. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. I'm living the life that I lived before I started having knee pain 10 years ago. Meet Julie, a woman who makes the most of every moment in life. But over the last years, those moments were filled with agonizing pain until she discovered QC Kinetics. Finally, the pain got so bad that people around me are like, oh, when are you getting your knee replaced? I was walking, hobbling. I listened to my last QC Kinetics commercial and I said, I'm done. I got to find out about this. What Julie found out was QC Kinetics treats osteoarthritis with regenerative therapies, taking your body's own healing process properties and concentrating them in the areas where you feel pain, helping heal and restore those damaged areas. No harmful steroids, surgery, or downtime. It changed how I'm living. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. Get back your life before the pain. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, we will have Scott Drew on coming up in just about uh, ten minutes, and uh, that will be uh, that will be good. In fact, I was just gonna, uh, I was just gonna 
remind him, and uh, that that is that'll be that'll be a lot of fun because uh, to look at this, uh, I mean, this is really you start looking at the schedule and see the breakdown. Uh, it is going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how this thing plays out. Only one game against K State, Jerome Tang with the uh, new contract. Aaron was uh, talking about that earlier, and uh, it is, uh, that is, I mean, the whole thing. I was looking at Aaron, the uh, Iowa State and Texas Tech, both here February 3rd and February 6th, both in Waco at the, at the Pavilion Center. The new, ga- the new one uh, is going to open, and it's going to open against Cornell. And, um, it, I mean, it's, it is really... Uh, the whole schedule gets you kind of fired up, and and it, you know, part of me maybe I'm a little more fired up thinking and dreaming about basketball season because football's in bad shape right now. Uh, but I, I'll be like everybody else. I'll uh, I'm going to be glued to the TV. I believe it's on FS1. I found myself today, Aaron, looking up to see who was doing the game, the Baylor game, uh, UCF, and it's uh, Devin Gardner. You remember that name? He used to wear 98, and he played quarterback at Michigan. Played some wide receiver early in his time. Then he became a quarterback, uh, was a highly, highly recruited quarterback, 31 years old now, and will be on the analyst. He'll be the analyst for the Bears as they travel to play UCF. All right, and we've had the uh, we've been talking about the Rangers as their uh, magic number gets smaller and smaller. Uh, who would have ever thought this was going to happen the way it has? Uh, but it's been amazing to uh, to see this pursuit. Uh, and Aaron's got that one circled. Aaron, what'd you say? February twenty fourth, right? The Cougars, uh, Kelvin Sampson, and his bunch come into town and play the Bears February twenty fourth, and that'll be uh, that will be fun. Uh, for everybody now, uh, Coach McCarthy was talking yesterday, uh, talking about the um, the Cowboys as we kind of continue to break down exactly what happened. I thought you'd want to hear um, and from Mike on this. Mike McCarthy said we will spend more time on red zone this week. Now they are six of fifteen in red zone. The plays down there that they called, like that speed option play, the fade to CD, uh, Dak just missed Gallup on a wide open when he was running wide open in the end zone, underthrew it, should have been interference. Uh, they picked the, the flag up, which was strange. But this is what McCarthy had to say about all of it. He said, we will spend more time on the red zone this week. That's just the way I've always done it. When things aren't right, just work harder at it and spend more time on it. It's week three, and we know what our numbers are. We were last in the league on third down a couple weeks into it last year, and that turned out pretty good. We're not going to overreact to it. The most important thing is we're getting down, uh, getting um getting down there more than anybody. Aaron, is that what Cowboys fans are dying to hear? Hey, we're we're arriving down there. We're moving up and down the field. I Again, the most important thing is, quite honestly, them not cashing in. 
I don't know that the most important thing is that they're getting down there. Now, maybe they can build on that. Maybe we can agree with that, that they can build on getting putting themselves into position. Said we were last in the league on third down a couple of weeks into it last year, and that turned out pretty good. We're not going to overreact to it. The most important thing is we're getting down there more than anybody. We lead the league in 10-plus play drives. Now, Aaron, do they, at the end of the year, when you're getting ready to get your playoff position, do they give something out? Are there bonuses for 10-plus play drives? Who has the most? Uh... <laughs> they're not. <laughs> okay. I'm just curious if that's uh, something they're awarding people They don't people keep that for. stat, no. Yeah. 10-plus play drives. I mean, I don't know. Now that I read that, I kind of almost want to go out and celebrate with some people. Uh, we're moving the ball. That's the hard part. We have some strong feelings. Uh-oh, Aaron. Now, this will get you pumped up. We have some strong feelings on things we know we can improve on. Whoa. Whoa. Very strong feelings indeed. All right. Well, we're going to talk to uh, Scott Drew coming up here 528. So we better get ready for that. Uh, Scott Drew, head coach for the Baylor Bears. Schedule has dropped. We can ask him about some of his young players. Got word today. Uh, Jacoby Walter, um, in fact, need to write that down, broken nose, uh, and so waiting to get a mask for him. Uh, lots to discuss. We'll do that with Scott Drew next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Play fake, looking right, left. Only heard here. here. Throws it in the end zone, caught. All season. This is the first touchdown for Luke Schoonmaker. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New England Patriots. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Patriots. Sunday starting with the pregame at 2.30 here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. September is the month to buy a Chevrolet truck. On every 2023 Silverado, you can take advantage of 0% for 36 months or as low as 3.9% for 72 months. Combine this with fantastic trade-in values, award-winning service department, and award-winning body shop, and zero gimmicks. It's a no-brainer. So give us a call, 254-840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We treat you like family. New roads. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so... 
Why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Would you like to experience the excitement of Baylor football tailgating? Well, you're invited to the Baylor Alumni Home Tailgate. Open four hours prior to kickoff of each home game. This family-friendly event is open to all fans and friends of Baylor, and no game ticket is required. You can watch the big college games on large televisions, and great food from Bubba's 33 is also available. It's a great place to get your game face on. We'll be looking for you at the Baylor Alumni Home Tailgate under the big tent just over the pedestrian bridge at McLean Stadium Touchdown Alley. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Scott Drew will be coming up uh, shortly. I mean, they are finishing up some uh, practice, and uh, we'll uh, we'll have him on, um, and uh, we are endeavoring to make that happen. Um, but there's a uh, that's kind of fun to know it's going on. Practice is back happening again. Uh, Scott talked to some media earlier today, and Jacoby Walter does have a broken nose. So he'll be out of practice for a little bit, and then he'll get his uh, mask, and he'll be able to get right back uh, into, uh, into practice with the, uh, the mask. That'll make him look even more uh, intimidating. So I've got word, Aaron, that we're uh, to our people uh, that we are trying to get a hold of Scott. I, I just keep I keep thinking about even on the schedule as they released it, they had pictures of I think it was Ray J. Dennis, Miro Little was on there, and then the other day Keontae George was in town, and they were celebrating with the. Uh, 
Well, he was out there on the field uh, during the Texas game, and he was. Uh, they were kind of celebrating his Big 12 Freshman of the Year award. Ish Wainwright was hanging out there, and so it was. Uh, it was a cool thing uh, to watch, and uh, uh, they are. Uh, uh, they're just. I think they are wrapping up practice as we speak, and uh, and Scott will be. Scott will be jumping on. In fact, he may just uh, he may call us right back. We'll we'll see. Now, Aaron, they got to they've got to realize we only go till like six o'clock. You know, we can only do so much. So, um, but we'll uh, we'll keep uh, trying to get Scott on as they wrap things up. Now, if you haven't heard, the Bears uh, the schedule is now out, and they will open the Foster Pavilion. With a game, first game ever there, it will be the men playing Cornell. And then the women open on the third against TCU. We'll have Nikki Collin, uh, and Nikki will be with us um, coming up on Thursday. And uh, that'll be exciting, and we'll kind of go over the women's schedule. Uh, first uh, conference game will be on the road at Oklahoma State. And then the first conference game in the new arena will be uh, BYU coming in. And then January 13, Cincinnati. uh, First matchup between these two schools since 1946, if you can believe that. One of the things, you know, that you kind of wonder when they're going to be playing Texas in this last go-around. It's uh, at Texas on... January 20th, and then uh, they'll play, they'll host Texas on, um, oh, and they got to go to Texas Tech to finish the season. That's going to be tough. March 9th. This is an interesting two-step, though, that they have in March. Saturday, March 2nd, you've got Kansas. This game is slated for 11 a.m. I would imagine some of that's subject to change. And then... Texas is the big Monday game at 8 o'clock, Monday, March 4th. Now, as Aaron was noting earlier, lots of interesting games early in the season. Just a reminder, because we pretty much knew about all these, we now have the full schedule, so it's kind of coming together. They'll be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota at the Pentagon to open the season against Auburn. That's November 7th time on that start to be determined. And then they have that matchup uh, versus Oregon State in Brooklyn uh, on November 22nd, and then they'll play the winner of Florida and Pitt. Uh, uh, That'll be November 24th in Brooklyn. And then you've got uh, the the home game that makes at the Farrell Center. They'll be able to kind of close down the – Farrell Center at some point, but that really grabs my attention is that Tuesday, December 5th, Seton Hall. Seton Hall, Tuesday, December 5th, and uh, and that'll be good. And that game is slated to be on ESPN2, part of the Big East Challenge. And then Saturday, December 16th, they go to Detroit uh, to play Michigan State. Tom Izzo and his bunch playing in uh, Detroit. 
That is no easy task. Well, we knew it might be a little bit of a tough one because <clears throat> practice can uh, can go a little long. So everybody's trying to uh, reach out to Scott right now uh, as we try to reach him. And um, and who knows? I'll uh, I'll give them just in case they need it. I'll shoot them our our special guest line. Now, Aaron, um, that, I mean that is interesting though. Jacoby Walter out for a few days. <clears throat> if you haven't been watching, Jacoby Walter has a uh, he he is slated to go number as high as number three overall in the draft. Has not played a single minute of college basketball, and he's already slated to be a lottery pick and to perhaps go in the top three uh, in the NBA lottery. That's going to be so much fun. He played at McKinney. Then he went off to Link Academy in Branson, Missouri, and now they're recruiting somebody else from Link Academy in Branson, and uh, that is Trey Johnson, who was on an official visit with Baylor uh, this past weekend. He led Lake Highlands to a state championship. He's now at, some of you know it, is Canacuck, that area right around Branson, Missouri. They have a huge prep school there. He is what some people believe the greatest player from 2024, the best, the best they have, to, I mean, best in the country. And he, it's come down to, between Baylor and Texas uh, for his services. And you say, well, what about the, uh, what about the NIL? Uh, we shall see how it plays out. I just think, man, never bet against Scott and A.B. and Coach Nunes and Coach Jacobs. When they have a chance and when they've been after somebody really for three or four years easy, uh, they, they do close and um, they do an incredible job uh, as, um, as we continue to talk about these schedules arriving today. Now, the women do play TCU. They'll open at the Foster Pavilion on January 3rd. And again, Baylor starts its conference slate at Oklahoma State. Interestingly, Aaron, BYU. I mean, I don't know if I would choose BYU as the opening. I mean, who knows? I mean, they don't. Baylor doesn't get to influence a lot of the schedule. The Big 12 has to come up with it. Um, it, it it's very interesting to see the teams they play twice and the teams they don't play twice. Iowa State and Kansas State have always been great rivals of the Bears. Um, you would expect them to be on the schedule twice. They're not. They're not. And uh, Aaron had the story earlier, Jerome Tang, um, with the uh, contract and $3 million a year, well-deserved, uh, very exciting. And so uh, we will uh, – I'm looking here, Aaron, to see if we get any update on Coach Drew. Uh, we'll give him, give him one more go. <laughs> if he does it, we'll maybe try it. We'll try it for tomorrow. Uh, Baylor football getting ready to go to Orlando. We had Walter Abercrombie on earlier. This is going to be a great opportunity. And what I'm wondering is, you know, what what influence, what impact could Blake Shapen have uh, on this Bears uh, offense? Uh, you know, I, I think it could be huge. You know, would they have beaten Texas with them? I don't really want to go that far. 
Uh, how much would the line on this game? It's an eleven and a half swing. Eleven and a half is the line. How many many points would it swing if we knew Blake Shapin was going to play? I, in my mind, it would come down to about six points. And again, this is not about Sawyer. Throws a beautiful deep ball. He's fast. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback in the future. This was a tough situation to get thrown into. But Shapin gives the Bears a tremendous chance. He's a really good leader. And, I mean, Aaron, think about if they were able to pull the upset over UCF on the road Saturday, how much everybody, how much calmer everything would feel. Okay, Scott Drew joining us. Aaron, see if you can clear it for us to kind of keep Scott a little bit uh, longer here. Uh, but, uh, Coach, uh, how's practice going, man? I, I, uh, I, You know, I like to come down there and try to peek in and see what you guys are up to. But, boy, always exciting this time of year when you have everybody together, you're back in school. How are you and how excited was everybody about the, uh, about the schedule? Well, everyone's excited that uh, – well, maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know if the players are excited that we get to practice four hours now. But um, <laughs> the, staff, the staff is excited we get to practice four hours. And uh, uh, um, I, I can tell you that uh, uh, so far this year – and people – I know it's, there's a little misconception because it's like, hey, you started practice today. I mean, first of all, in Division One. There's never an off season. You're doing something all the time. You're just limited on the amount of time you can do it. So we've been practicing all since June. Um, but at the same time, it's great to be able to go more in depth now that we're up to 20 hours a week instead of eight hours a week. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be that in depth. I like it. You've got a young team. It's an exciting team. Uh, the four hours they might not love, but I just think the competition, everything that y'all are able to do, uh, this is going to be this going to be a lot of fun. Now, the report out today was I think you met with some of the media and that Jacoby uh, did have a broken nose, better now than during the season, and you'll have to get one of those brace. They have some, or one of those masks. They've got some good ones, Scott. Those black ones are always kind of fun and a little bit intimidating looking. So are you guys going to have like a mask overnighted and then he'll be ready to jump right back into practice? And by the way, who I mean, this is a this is a huge big time player who who delivered the elbow? Who are we blaming for this broken nose? <laughs> well, I can tell you the good thing is we have uh, competitive practices and everybody competes. Those things happen. Obviously, it wasn't intentional. Um, the good thing is. Uh, Jacoby is one tough nut. If it was up to him, he would have practiced today. But uh, um, we got to wait till he gets the mask in, and then he'll be back in practicing with us as well. All right. What did you think about the Foster Pavilion uh, opening against Cornell, 2nd of January, now that it's out there? We all know it. You've probably known this for a little while now. But how fun is that to think about opening that place and and do you find yourself you know driving over there uh putting on the hard hat peeking inside what's um i I bet that was kind of exciting when you were able to share that news with everybody yeah and 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 the great thing is it gives us one game before conference so Mm. if the lights don't work proper if there's any (laughs) other malfunctions we figure it out before conference play 
And Cornell uh, uh, has got a great tradition, so that should be a, a good test for us to get us ready for conference. But uh, like everybody, we'll be really excited to be in the pavilion. Yeah, and uh, what a home court advantage it's hopefully going to be. Uh, I don't know much about Cornell. Ivy League, you know, you've seen some great players come out of there, but people are going to be uh, so excited about it. Now, how do you break down the schedule? You have you know about all these other games. Y'all got some great tests coming up, you know, early in the season. Your non-conference is stacked with some of these trips that you take. But But how do you kind of, when you get that conference schedule, do you kind of get in there with all the coaches and you all start kind of pouring over things and, and comparing notes? Like, at first blush, what did, uh, what did you think? Did you think, hey, this is fair? I'm sure there are areas of it you're like, I don't like that trip to, where we have to go from West Virginia to Provo, you know, all that kind of stuff. But what, at first blush, what did you think of it? Well, First blush is just what I think every year in the Big 12, and that is, oh, snap, this is a tough schedule. But mm-hmm. that's why it's the best conference in America. There are no off nights. There are no easy games. So uh, um, that's the great thing about being in the Big 12. Um, the tough thing is, like, like, like you said, you look at it and you're like, man, that's a tough stretch. That's a tough stretch. That's a tough game. And, again, that's what makes you uh, in the best conference in the country and makes it so exciting. Um, with with the one thing with uh, uh, travel, obviously, um, people are all going to travel greater distances and um, having, having uh, uh, players that take care of their body and get the sleep they need and, and do the right things uh, definitely will have an advantage coming into conference play. All right. And then um, uh, to open co- the, your home with BYU, Coach Pope, we kind of watched him over the years, and you got a trip to Provo. I think that's interesting. Right away, establishing BYU as one of your double games. Now, some people, including me, you know, I kind of like that K-State matchup. They were great last year. You and Jerome, uh, very, very close friends. How do you look at that when you see uh, it's got to be weird? You're used to playing all these teams like Iowa State's the same way. Play them twice every year. Now you only get them once. Is that kind of like a, a fist pump? You're glad about that, or are you a little bit down about that? Well, um, if you want me to be honest, every coach would rather play everybody twice, but that's not possible. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the conference is going to do their to make sure it's equitable and uh, um, and then uh, let the chips fall where they may because uh, every team's good. Um, the one blessing of a 10 team league in basketball was you played everybody home in a way. Um, again, in football, you never got that. So it doesn't matter. No other power five have that either. So it's all equal. All right. And what do you think about Scott, the conference tournament? Is there a double buy? Am I reading that correctly? There's a double buy situation for the top four teams in the conference. Um, that seems, um, uh, that's a, that's a new thing. What do you, uh, what do you make of that situation? I think it's great if you're one of those teams to get it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's, that's the obvious goal. <laughs> yeah. And, in the conference tournament, you know, sometimes, uh, y'all have done great in the past. Sometimes you haven't, uh, that would be yeah. nice though, to get the, uh, get the double buy, get a little extra rest there. Uh, the end of the season, take a peek at that with me. Um, 
How do you like, I mean, that KU-Texas thing, and then, by the way, finishing at Texas Tech, no easy deal there uh, to have to go to Lubbock there at the end of the season. Grant comes in February 6th. How do you think see that playing out? I mean, March 2nd and 4th, you've got a Saturday game against KU and Big Monday against Texas. The great thing is you're home for those. But, boy, that's backloaded with what could be some loaded teams. What did you make of that when you saw it? Well, I, like you said, uh, tough stretch. But I, I looked throughout the, the conference schedule and said it's all hard. So um, a, a lot of times you, you might see a number in front of a team and you're like, oh, they're ranked. But as you know, you've come from the Big 12 for so long. Um, seven different teams, maybe eight or nine will be ranked at different times. Bottom line is they're all hard. They all got tough environments. I mean, uh, uh, Cincinnati, uh, going back to the Huggins days, always been hard to play there. BYU, it's known for uh, 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 how exuberant their crowd is. Uh, Houston, we all know Kelvin and how tough it is to play there. And then Central Florida, uh, for those that don't know, Coach Dawkins does a great job. And it's always, basketball is always the hardest sport to win on the road. And that's because of the fans and the proximity of the fans. And believe it or not, officials are human, and uh, they the fans have an impact on them and the visiting team mm-hmm. and the home team. So um, all of it is and, – and, but you know what? If you're a fan, you love it. Every game, you're like, all right, we got to play well to win, and you don't know if they're going to win. Where some sometimes in, in other sports you, you, you might watch, you're like, hey, we're going to win this easy, and it's not as – it's not – College basketball, it's parody night in and night out. All right, and how fun was it, Scott Drew, to have Keontae back the other night in front of that packed house, UT Baylor playing, and uh, Keontae George honored for freshman uh, player of the year in the Big 12. Uh, That's kind of neat. He's already got everybody in Utah excited. I think people already think, well, he probably should have gone before 16 in the draft. But what is it now, three players in a row or is it four i may pad the stats a little bit but top 16 players in the nba lottery i would hope your recruits see that and that that sort of makes an impact on their decisions well if you look at it everyone likes winning and the winning is power five program in the last four years and then uh we're the only team to have three players drafted in the top 16 in the last three years so if you like uh, uh pros if you like winning and at the same time, since 2011, um, Baylor football, men's and women's basketball is still the winningest program in the country um, going in this year by more than 58 games over the second-place team. So a lot of success in Waco. You've helped mm-hmm. a lot with that. The fans have helped a lot with that. And we've all been blessed to have uh, great players that have put on uh, the green and gold. Yeah, I wish you would talk more about what kind of what I've done. If you would expound on that, I think that would be – a <laughs> I I uh, I I have we watched all it all. know what you've done, my man. The MVP, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> hey, how are, how are um, in these practices? Give us a peek. Miro was gone for a while. International star that he is. He had to go help his his home country, uh, the Finns. And um, I mean, he's a you know he's he's a, he's a great player. But like, what's it been like getting everybody in practice? Ray J, and then, of course, that, that trip y'all took. I don't think I've gotten to talk to you since that. I know uh, you probably enjoyed some of the cuisine. 
and the sightseeing, but y'all did get to go out there and play games. I mean, I, y'all came home and people were raving about some of your big, big people. I mean, and your French speaking people, by the way, some of your big guys uh, were able to, to help y'all and they're in France, but what, what was it like watching some of your young players in that environment? And then how, you know, have they brought it back to campus now that y'all are in there competing and practicing? Well, um, iron sharpens iron and the best way to get better is in college. You practice more than you play. So if you have competitive uh, uh, practices and you have good depth in practices, it mm-hmm. makes you improve and get better every day. And that's why for uh, our coaching staff, it's important not to just find talented players, but more importantly, players that fit your culture, they're going to compete and people are going to want to play with and play against every day. Because if you take the day off and don't go hard, I don't get better. But if you go hard, I have mm-hmm. to go hard to get better or I get embarrassed. And there's days when all of us feel like not going as hard. Does this thing with Eve and Miro and Jacoby, could this end up being like one of your greatest classes ever? I mean, from a ranking standpoint, it's got to be way up there. And then it seems like all these guys are ready to, uh, you know, you're used to redshirt players occasionally. You still do it. Yeah. But I don't think you're going to be doing it with any of these guys. Uh, and uh, I tell you, I, that was, uh, I mean, the stuff I keep hearing about Eve, it is, uh, and, 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 and some of your other players too, but those three in particular, what kind of impact do you think they could have this season and just kind of on the program as a whole? Well, I can tell you that uh, um, as talented as they are in basketball, I'm more excited about them even as young men. I mean, all three of them are outstanding young men, great representatives of Baylor University, all about the right things. And uh, you win a lot of games, and you can be proud of a program that have those three on it. I can promise you that. All right, but uh, but it's going to be fun. And, and are you seeing some of that? You guys are broken noses in practice. Jaden was going to provide huge defense. I know you're excited about him. Is that is that what is that showing up in practice? The competitiveness, and then you you wanted the defense to take a step this season and get back to the Baylor culture of playing defense. Are the bones there for that to occur? Uh, and and kind of what are you seeing so far on that front? Well, well, to start with, we, we have more size and more length, and we, we all know that does uh, uh, help, um, and the NBA puts onus on that for a reason. Um, the, se- the second thing is, uh, it, for the guys coming back, they're better defensively than they were last year, and them understanding the importance of defense is, is translated to the, to the rest of the team. And then the last thing is, the new guys – they understand for them to reach their goals and dreams, they got to be two-way guys. And uh, defensively, obviously, if you're elite defensively, God's blessed you with uh, uh, some great talents and abilities. It's either size, length, strength, quickness, anticipation, whatever. But have some heart and toughness and grit about you. you got to want to defend. And that's half the battle. And uh, – uh, a lot of people want to score 20. Not a lot of people want to get in the stance. So um, that's why people with winning uh, uh, and competitiveness usually uh, 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 characteristics usually do a better job on the defensive end. 
And you know, right. you know, you know, last, last year um, we were unbelievable on the offensive end, and in the Big Twelve we faced some of the best offenses in the country. So that had some of the things to do with with our defensive uh, uh, numbers as well. Um, the competition always always uh, makes you look better or worse than you might be. All right, Scott, let's make sure we bring this new PA guy over from the Farrell Center, all right? I kind of like him. Uh, that's kind of exciting. And and th- some of those environments at the Farrell last year, I think you and I saw each other after one of them, especially in some of the chants. I thought, wait, what, what's going on here? Um, it was a pretty tough for some of those teams, including the Jayhawks. So let's bring some of that over to this uh, this new place because that's going to be important, isn't it, Scott, to quickly establish uh, and hopefully the thing's built and fans are going to be on top of the players. But, you know, you don't want everybody in there just kind of staring at the ceiling and so mesmerized by the place that they don't kind of go crazy. So I, I wanted you to give you a chance to make the pitch to the fans to get out there and get those season tickets and, and start getting the mindset for um, – for this environment well the good thing is i don't know if there's any seats left so the tickets have been bought and if there are you, you, mm-hmm. you're fortunate or blessed if you still can get them the second thing is uh it, i've been inside that and that that environment is gonna it's just acoustically gonna be a lot louder than the feral center and the feral center is great but acoustically you're not moving unless you're getting something better and we're gonna definitely get something better um what i love is fans that are passionate about winning, you actually make a difference. And I say you can watch a game or you can affect the game. And we've been blessed over the years. We don't win like we've won without the fan support we've had. Can players and teams get better? Absolutely. So uh, I guess that means fans too. I mean, if you need an extra uh, a shot of caffeine, if it's, if it's two shots of espresso in your coffee before the game, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is, um, you bring the noise, and we'll try to give you a lot of things to cheer for. Together, hopefully, we get a lot of wins. Yeah, some people just heard you say shots, that not the shots of coffee part. <laughs> yeah, the shots of coffee. Yeah, definitely the espressos. <laughs> you, you, you want to you put I mean, we're, we're, it could be Dr. Pepper, whatever caffeine yes. energies yes. you need. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the good thing is with, with uh, uh, the new pavilion, people are going to come in from out of town. Or yeah. even in town, and guess what they're going to do? They're going to go to dinner, and after dinner, they're going they're going to be ready to go to a game and have a lot of fun cheering on the Baylor Bears. Yeah, that landing place, you know, Brazos Landing is just walking distance. There'll be a lot of cool places to go. The city of Waco is doing a great job. It'll be a really nice environment. I just hope Brett Yormark doesn't get involved and and try to move the media up even higher like he did at the Big Twelve. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> he had us up well, in the I cheap trust, seats. I trust I trust Brett with whatever he comes up with. But I can tell you, you don't even have to worry about walking from Brazos Landing. I heard rumor is there's going to be a boat that. Oh, Scott, you're kidding! Go get on a little barge, a party barge, or something that could take us over. Hey, hey, everything in Waco's booming now. I'm just telling you, we're going yeah. next level with this. Where else can you take a boat, have dinner, and go over on a boat to a game? That's what I'm talking about. Okay, we used to have something called the Brazos Queen. 
And I think that things like shipwrecked, uh, shipwrecked in Rockwall or something, we may have to go get it and 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 bring it back. But uh, hey, Scott, I appreciate it. I know you had practice today, but I, I was, you know, I, I these schedules. I obsess about it. I'm afraid more than you do. I've looked at this thing. I've got the trouble spots. I've got the good spots in the schedule. So I, I certainly know you don't need my notes, but just know I've been I've been pouring over it all day. All right. Well, we appreciate you, sir. Thank you for all you do for Baylor University and Baylor basketball. I appreciate you. Scott Drew, head coach of the Baylor Bears. There he goes, fresh off of practice. And um, and we got to shut it down. Appreciate Aaron and Ward, our fearless leader, for right on the fly, changing things a little bit so we could spend a little extra time with Scott Drew there at the end of the show. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. And uh, great to have the, the schedule drop and to have Scott Drew on. It's going to be so much fun over at that uh, pavilion. Golly, I cannot wait to get inside Foster Pavilion, and we'll watch it all happen there as uh, practices have already begun, and they'll be ready to move in there starting uh, on January 2nd against Cornell, and then the women on the third. All right, we got to say good night. Thank you, Aaron. We will uh, talk to you guys tomorrow at 3 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football.